0: KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Cavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship Semi-Final. Dixborough vs. Wine Gap. With thanks to John Phelan Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal. Serving Kilkenny City and County. See John Phelan,
1: Hanovan is over at the far side of the field. He seems
2: to be giving the line ball into Dixborough, but I thought that should be going the other way, on you? Yeah, same. Uh, I thought it was actually a winding gap ball, but nonetheless, Dixborough will certainly take it. You can see by this game, it's you know both teams are really going at it hard from the start.
1: Yeah, there's a good uh, sideline there by uh, Kevin Moore, but it's intercepted back there by Pass Power, and Wine Gap are coming away with it, but Dixborough are fighting impacts, and Dixborough have won a free for a touch on the ground. Morris Flynn has indicated, and it's going to be a free into Dixborough on the 45-metre line, and a chance for the Borough men to extend their lead, and it is the number 14. That's Martin Gaffney, who is coming out to take this free. It's a little close over to the sideline. Kieran Canavan is uh, pointing to the position where it should be taken from and he's certainly putting it inside the 45 metre line they're about 5 to 6 metres in from the Ordon de Gros stand side of the field beautiful sunshine here in UPMC Nolan Park with the breeze is probably favoured in Dixborough looking at the tricolour away on the O'Loughlin's end of the ground and Martin Gaffney with his first shot at the post getting ready and can he convert we will soon find out he's taking his time Going through his ritual, putting it in, Umpers are taking a look, that's John yeah. Crowley, the Spudman is down there from Munkine and he's happy enough, he's putting up the white flag and Dixborough take a lead with a pointed three here, two points to one, we have three and a
2: half, almost four minutes gone. Yeah, and, you know, and there's a really good score there by right? Martin Gaffney, I suppose. Oh, that's a bad puck out. It's and it a looks good... Like, oh, oh, no,
1: just tail off. It actually hit the post, and the first one to react to it is Keane Ryan back there. No one from Dixborough was alive to that chance, and Winegap are clearing their lines with a long ball down the field, down towards the 14. That is James Power, of course. Uh, son of the legendary John Power, originally from Callan. the two boys transferred a couple of years ago here comes Dixborough now on the attack again with Sean Marr, he's taking a look around putting the ball across into the space in the half way line, there's a Dixborough man waiting for us over there, that is Kevin Moore, he was hit late after he got the ball in but the ball breaks in around the house there as the number 15 back there, that's Killian Hackett, tries to get possession for it but again, Winegap dealing with it and dealing very well with it, overturning possession, ball is back here with Pat Power, he he gets it out the sideline, and there's a long diagonal crossfield ball down here towards Niall Welsh. Of course, son of Paddy Welsh, who was one of the four fathers that played in the last time that Waingap won the county final, and that was back in the year of 1986, a long time ago. Since Waingap was in the decider and they won it, Dicksborough have something to say about it. Here comes Kevin Moore at the far side of the field. He's on a lot of ball in this early stages. Dicksborough working the ball well and trying to get that diagonal ball in. Cut out though by Sean Purse back there he's a big strong block of a young fella of course was a member of the under 20 team that won the All-Ireland final almost a couple of months ago now hard to believe it but that ball is sent brilliantly in there to the wine gap forward line here comes James Power now James Power putting it in, taking sure. a look, and the boys are happy down at the far side of the field. And that's in, and it's over the bar, and it leaves the score three points. Er, is there 11? No, two points apiece now.
2: Two points apiece, yeah, it's another really good score there by James Power. And, you know, you could see that Dixburg mounting on all the pressure, and you know, the, the wine gap are really hitting them hard, and there's some really, really heavy tackles going in here, as we see. An is, yeah. oh, there's an advantage coming over there, there's another
1: Powell. hard tackle back there. That is the midfielder, you're dead right, it's Sean Power. Referee Morris Flynn was playing an advantage to wine gap, and they're going to have a directly on the 45 metre line and Edward Moylan is arguing with Morris Flynn. Our Edward is the team captain for Dixburg, but he's not going to change the referee's mind. Today's broadcast brought to you with thanks to John Phelan Skiphire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County, see John dot ie. Here we have Jack Doyle, another member of that uh, under 20 team he's putting it in mm. is it going to go over on you yep. yeah, yeah, it, yeah is. it is Yep, no problems to Jack Doyle I make that his second point of the
2: afternoon one from a free one from play and Winegap are leading three points to two yeah another good score there by Jack Doyle you can see the pressure there that Winegap well, that's a brilliant catch there by Sean Parsons as you mentioned earlier we're well used to seeing him do it throughout the inter-county season with the under 20s this year and drives that ball he has a down. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for Winegap they're getting the ball into the forward line very quickly on and this is Emmett Landy the team captain for Winegap putting it in and that's a great that's score a if it goes score. over Yeah, it absolutely. is. The umpires are having a nod at one another. Ball was overturned quickly. He's after taking a late tackle as well over at the far side of the field. He was hit in the process of putting that ball in and putting it over the bar and with
2: seven minutes gone on the clock here Anya Wine Gap are certainly good value for their lead so far Yeah they certainly are and you can see every time that Wine Gap get the ball out the field it's a really fast precise ball that they're hitting in especially hitting their corners in there like you're looking at their full forward line at the moment they certainly look like they have the beatings of uh, Dixborough there and everything is nice and fast it's really well controlled but you have to say that catch there from Sean Purcell to set up that final score there by Emmett Landy he just he didn't have to rise too far off the air he's a fine size of a, a, fine size of a young lad there and he's well Able, well able to keep into the pace there as they well. They
1: certainly are. Well, wine gap, well up for this game. They haven't played in the semi-final in a number of years as well. But Dixborough taking a short puck out there between uh, Brian Minogue and Killian Timmins. Brian, of course, a former juvenile goalkeeper with Kilkenny. That might break here as far as Sean Maher. Sean, taking a look at the post and with ease, yeah. he's putting it in and putting it over. That's a good score and that is a second point I make it for Sean Maher in the first stages of this first half. And there's only a point in it now
2: for points in favour of Winegap 4-3 on you yes you can see Sean Maher he was just kind of waiting around there it, outside of the ruck took the ball on and great score at a tight angle as well Um, you know I think oh, just that's managed a lovely to stick
1: work there by Niall Welch as he puts a decent ball in around to the full forward line as well but it's well read back there by Killian Timmons and he's coming away with the ball taking a look around it's not a great pass put down towards the centre forward position and it's well robbed back there by Pat Bauer he has Winegap on the charge again there's Emmett Landy with a nice pass a little Two far ahead of Adam O'Shea, here comes Adam, turns around back in on his left hand side, puts it in it's a poor pass in the end, he was put under pressure and O'Brien oh, O comes away with the ball now and Dixborough working it through their lines, it's with Edward Moyle and team captain, he's going to try and put this one down long into the foot forward down towards Martin Gaffney, it'll break here but only as far as Stephen Darby, or it is uh, Sean Foley I should say for wine gap, and Sean has won a free and it's going to be a free out to the men in red from from down south and that Martin Gaffney and uh, Keane Ryan having a little bit of a 1-2 in there and getting to know one another but we're back on play here here's with number 14 that is James Power he's going right. for his second point but that is to the right
2: and wide and I make that only the first wide of the game first wide of the game there again and you could see like what exactly what Wine Gapper trying to do they're trying to tr- deliver that ball in nice and fast just on this occasion it didn't work out it didn't another sharp hook out Dixborough playing the ball very very the ball. short there's a
1: lovely turn in there by the fifth oh. You know that's a good tackle I have to say it was by the number five back there that's Willie Feeling. he managed to well, look a, a bit wild but he did win the ball fairly says the referee and I thought so too Winegap working the ball very well through the lines they're picking out their passes very well and putting the ball straight into the hand. that one goes a bit skew ways on Emmett Landy and it's Killian Timmons who's coming away with it Dixborough has an advantage coming referee with his hand up no advantage says Morris Flynn and they'll go back for a free on the 20 metre line but Winegap's passing nice mm-hmm. and crisp in around yeah. the middle of the field the final third pass on that occasion didn't really go to
2: hand but Wiengap playing very well here early on Yeah they certainly are and they're not wasting a lot of ball either like you know I suppose sometimes in a situation where defence is under pressure they can just hit and hope but Wiengap are really working everything out if they don't see the forwards moving in around like they're making sure and getting that sharp pass out and it's working really well for them so far Edward Milan putting a long free down again into the borough
1: forwards they've been here on many occasions over the last two weekends that's half blocked down it's Kevin Nolan taking a shot low got straight off the post again and it's pulled first time by Sean Foley and it's put out on the wing here again by the... uh wine gap players it breaks only as far as James Carroll here comes Kevin Nolan again putting the ball into the space that's going to run on but only as far as Willie Phelan and Willie Phelan had a small bit more time but he rushed the clearance a small little bit and it's put down in towards the half forward here on the Ollie Welsh stand side of the field and again Dixborough dealing with that very well and it's Edward Myling putting a long ball down wine gap trying to break it down this time Dixborough trying to get a bit of possession it's here with Aaron Murphy Aaron gets the ball out Tuca Kevin Moore Kevin going forward he's running past two Winegap defenders down on the 13 metre line but that's great, great work tackle, back there yeah. yeah, by Sean Power Sean stuck to his task stood on the Dixborough man but Dixborough are now putting Winegap under severe pressure they got the ball back momentarily but Wine Gap are dealing with it but they're putting themselves under severe pressure trying this short pass out trying to get it out of the defence and it's belted down the field this time by Kean Ryan down as far as the wing forward James Culleton on the over on the uh, DeGrasse stand side of the field. There's a scrap ensuing for it. Now possession is down on the field. Everyone fighting for a wine gap are harrowing. Kieran Canavan has his flag up and it's going to be a line ball to wine gap as they try and take it quickly. Morris Flynn says let's slow things down a little bit lads. You're not the required distance away. It's a line
2: ball to wine gap over on the far side of the field. Yeah and you could see that there was a bit of a tussle starting to go in but you notice straight away there when the linesman actually called for a sideline the, the wine gap players actually dispersed so fast out they were waiting for the quick one. Yep. So they're very much tuned in and focus straight away. And I suppose oh, really you know, that's, for it. that's exactly what you want to see. Like, you know, there's a huge there's a huge um, you know a huge prospect at stake here today there's a place in the county final and that's what both teams certainly yeah, want to be tentative start
1: here 12 and a half minutes gone it's 4 points to 3 in favour of Winegap but it is early days and that's a lovely ball across in here towards Emmett Landy Turns on his left hand side he's going forward he has support out the side it is Sean Power is there and Sean Power puts it in umpires are taking a look and yeah. they're putting it over the bar and to me it was a good score I have to say from here it did
2: curl inside the post and Winegap lead 5 points to 3 yeah and really really good score there by John Power but you have to say Emmett Landy is working a Trojan out there he was taking that, he was taking the ball on knew that if he could get past his ba- the backs here he'd be able to take a shot and goal recycle the ball back out and a really good score there It certainly was and here comes Wine Gap again they're fighting very well in the back line they're working well as a
1: unit but this time the referee says there's a free there for a late tackle on Martin Gaffney and it's only a couple of metres in from the Ordon to Gros stand side of the field and it's going to be a free into Dixborough and Dixborough are playing with a slight advantage Mm -hmm. of a breeze in this half but they're two points down and there's 13 and a half minutes gone here as Winegap have an injury, there's a man down over on the far side and the medics are coming in to uh, treat him I see the physio over there, that is Stephen Flynn just taking a moment and on y- you can see <laughs> it's a funny old game because if you, you know. looked down to the, the town end of the goal every one of the players including the wing gap forwards and the Dixborough backs are now planted right inside <laughs> the large parallelogram down there there is nobody out in the space yeah. on the 45 metre line it's unbelievable the spaces they are at the minute and you look down at the far side of the field and the forwards for Dixborough are spread out all over yeah. tactics are really coming into play here at the ser- minute
2: y- they certainly are and I suppose if you are to kind of look at the, what the 3 uh, Weingart players in the full forward line all the rest of them are nearly pushed out so it's given that space But look at the speed that they're after showcasing yeah. in what the first 15 minutes it's been phenomenal that's uh, Martin Gaffney there with a pint from a free there and I suppose for Dixburg they're really going to try and want to get Martin Gaffney into this game as much as possible you know he would have serious experience there playing with their seniors and you know anybody who knows Martin knows that he's, he's a well capable player
1: It is and there's a nice puck out and here comes Sean Power again he has lovely pace lovely skill he's going forward on his left hand side this time that's and really with ease score, on you yeah. puts it in and puts it over the bar for his third point of the afternoon lovely score, lovely thinking by Owen Cody in the goal and Wiengap are now
2: 6-4 ahead. And that comes from the space that's been left in between the full forward line and the half forward line and James Power has got the pace to get out there, win that ball, first touch turn and over the bar, Really good score for Wiengap It is, Dixborough are struggling at the minute to get the ball, they have an advantage coming for a free, the referee says
1: the advantage was over and uh, Willie Phelan puts that one back down with interest and here comes Jack Dyle now with a chance, he has the ball ball in his hand on his right hand side oh Wiengopper flying at the yeah, minute on you that's score. a great score there by this year's under 20 star Jack Doyle puts it in and
2: over the bar and Weingapper leading 7 points to 4 yeah that's another excellent score there and Willie Power distributing it right into the corner as well there Jack Doyle I suppose listen he didn't have the height he didn't have the height over his mark there to grab it out of the air but by God has he got serious pace low gravity towards the ground and an excellent score and that was a brilliant brilliant catch there by Park unbelievable
1: catch there by Park Foley of course son of the pass that it was on that team back in 1986 that's a waste of chance though yeah. this time and his uh, partners around him O'Neill, are not too happy with that shot in by pack, Grace out around the middle of the field telling him to work the ball into the forwards the forwards are doing well here comes a puck out from Brian Minogue. he's sending it good he's sending it long he's using the breeze it's after reaching down past the 45 metre line on the wine gap side of the field and Dixborough trying to get possession back down there but the winegap backs are doing very well they're not letting Dixborough have any few seconds on the ball at all As all they're, pack- they're fighting in packs I should say they're trying to come away with the ball that is James Carroll back there he comes out of a rock with it gets the ball out to Kevin Moore Kevin Moore that's puts course. that one in yeah. but Kevin Moore realistically had no chance of getting any score over there and that's the
2: pressure that wine Gap is putting on yep. the players on you they're yep. forcing Dixborough to shoot from distance yeah and they're, for- they're forcing them basically <laughs> to panic under pressure as well and they're not they're not even given that split second to take a look up and see if there's a player in, in, a, in a better position and I suppose like the, the Winegap management team they'll be very much happy with you know the, certainly the first 15 16 minutes of this game anyway because Winegap are definitely on top they
1: certainly are but there's a
2: long way to go in this Premier Junior semi-final
1: here the first one of the afternoon later on and Heights are taking on Pilltown, and you will have live commentary of course on this channel as well with Robbie Dowling taking charge of that one along with uh, Taggy Fogarty and is it Taggy is on that one as well it is yes um, it is Taggy and that game is starting at I think it's 2 o'clock is that one isn't it Lill you might confirm that one with me with the programme but Dixborough have a sideline here it is Parik and is taking it he's still putting it low in along to Joe Sheehan Joe taking a look and putting a diagonal ball in there towards Killian Hackett and Killian fourth time on his left hand side umpires are a taking really a look and score. that is a great score yeah, by Killian score. Hackett turned on a sixpence and the next game is starting at 1.45pm I should say it is and Whites and Piltown so keep in tune in for that one it is 7 points to 5 here 17 and a half minutes gone and this broadcast is brought to you with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank disposal covering Kilkenny City and County, C. John Phelan, skip I E. Dixborough coming away with the ball this time, here's Charlie Nolan, first time we've seen Charlie on the ball but it's blocked out over the sideline, it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough at the far side of the field and you were talking about it on you, Dixborough while the intensity Mm -hmm. of a championship game might not be there, wine gap as soon as Dixborough gets the ball, they converge on him all of a sudden and they're not giving any space at all to the Dixborough forwards.
2: No, they're certainly not, like they're hunting in packs, they're really really hungry and i suppose like you know if you're looking at this game and you're a neutral spectator for the first couple of minutes here it, it's very clear to see that at the moment Winger are definitely more up for this game than Dixper are they are and we'll have to keep an eye on the tactics because Winger
1: seem to have a plan A at the minute they're sticking to it and there comes the corner forward that's a great block down over there by Kevin Moore and Kevin puts the wine gap defence under pressure probably for the first time and it is panic stations back there for uh, it was Sean Foley that tried to clear that ball out only out over the sideline and it will be a line ball to Dixborough but they're almost on the wine gap 65 metre line it's put in low and it's red back there by Willie Field and Willie puts a long hand pass out but he's putting uh, Niall Welsh under trouble it's put back with interest by Aaron Murphy but that was a waste of chance and a poor ball in and it gives Pat Power all the time and space in the world to put the ball down great catch back there by Edward And the team captain for Dixborough gets possession out here to Joe and his half back partner Joe taking a look around diagonal ball in there towards the Dixborough forwards but again Sean Porcel gets a lovely little flick on it and away come Dixborough through Pat Ooh, Power but it's a poor, poor ball out by Pat Power and it's Dixborough coming away oh that's a, a nasty Nasty challenge that's out around the middle of the field there, and it is Pat Grace who went in there. One of the Dixborough players is down on the ground, and I would be surprised if Morris Flynn doesn't, at the least, have a chat with Pat Grace on that. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, the Dixborough man is okay. The physio and uh, the medics are out dealing with the player injured. But again, Anya was a very hard tackle.
2: I am going to disagree with you on this one, Martin. I actually thought the Dixbury player was actually down on the ground before that and his head whatever way he was kind of, you know, moving forward, his head actually hit off of um hit off the Wine Gap player. That's my opinion. You're the expert in refereeing, though, Mark. No, no, so. no, no. Don't put me in the <laughs> expert <heads for catching laughs> here um, and all at all. But I actually, I don't think there was any intention, and I don't think, and I think that's the reason why the referee is not going to speak to the wine gap player. I actually think he was on the ground first, and whatever way the wine gap player was sitting, was standing there, his head actually just kind of went forward and it probably hit off his tire, isn't or well, whatever. It was the accidental. It there's no free, so there had to be a foul somewhere that the referee is after <laughs> seeing I, it. So. I, I think, to be honest with you, he, de- he like he obviously he had to blow his whistle to stop the game. Like it, it was to his head, so they have to they have to stop it straight away. But I don't know. Well, what that's we'll fine, but here. then you restart
1: with an indirect <laughs> possession. Ben. I mean, that's not happening because Dixborough is getting a free, so... While we have a row and di- uh, oh, argue we, We'll over have this a major one. go up here <laughs> we, now we, we, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we might have several of them but it is Owen Mylan who is walking gingerly over to the sideline and it looks like that we could have a substitution here on you because yeah. it looks like that Owen is not going to be taking any further part in this match and we'll have to wait and see who the substitute is coming on. White Helmet there to your left hand side. You might be able to grab the number that's coming but Martin Gaffney is going to take this free just outside. I think it's 34. 34, is it? Yeah, Tom Carroll. OK, so Tom Carroll is in and Martin Gaffney puts that one in and he puts it over the bar for his third point of the afternoon. 7-6, only a point in at 21 minutes gone here and there's a small bit of a, a lull after coming into this game now and the intensity has dropped a small little bit as that ball is sent down again. That's a great, great catch. catch over there by Pat Grace this time. He's put under severe pressure though by the Dixborough players and Dixborough now coming away with it. It's kicked along the ground and one gap a turnover. Oh, oh there's a, a lovely flick up. Here comes Jack toy Lovely pass by Sean Power. It's in a around the house oh. and a great catch back there by Brian Minogue. He had to watch that one closely as the ball was in and dropping short in around the Dixborough full back line and it's cleared with interest by Killian Timmons. It's hit long, it's hit high, it's hit hard down around the far side of the field. Oh that's a terrible touch back there by Kevin Nolan. He had a player inside him and there was a goal chance on for oh, But that's Poor a lit, pass out. Yeah very poor pass out. Winegap panning again a little bit back there in their own half back line. Sean Parson slips on the touch. Lovely little stick work back there down at the far side of the field. Field by the number ten. That's Sean Marr, but the ball is out over the sideline. John Bennett from Tollerher is here on this sideline, and he's indicating that I think it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough. But as Kevin Nolan had to get mm-hmm. a
2: little look up, he had Killian Hackett
1: all on his own. A harder pass into him and Hackett was straight in on goal.
2: Yeah, and there was there was no way he was there going to be able to stop a shot there because he was right in on top of the goalkeeper. You know, that's a massive missed opportunity there as we see a sideline just going to the to the left and wide there for Mar- Martin uh, Gaffney there but just to go back back to that lovely flick that we saw down was here gorgeous. from you know, Jack Doyle getting it, taking it on, probably hit it, maybe the excitement of getting such an unbelievable pass and rushed a blow to the head and come, uh, missed it and would have been an excellent score if they were to show a on it. a lot of ball here on he he's
1: after coming out from the full forward line and he's winning a lot of possession, there he is down on his hands and knees, he's trying to pull on it, he has to be careful though, not to give away a free, is are bowing in heavy on the tackles, referee yeah. says straight up on his back, if they had to hold their horses for a couple of more seconds, the Deborah man was after dropping his hurl and it was a throw ball, but the foul was after being committed beforehand. And it's going to be a free to Dixborough back in their own half back line, just shy of the Dixborough 45 metre line. They're only about three metres in from the sideline here on the Ollie Welsh stand, or Dawnborough knock, of course, as it's known here. It's closed to the public, and um, it's only Ordon de Grosse is open here this afternoon, so it's only media and dignitaries are here. This side of the field. Very quiet and unusual for us commentating on a quiet stand, but that's in on you. And it's a great score by Martin Gaffney. There's a belter of a ball, and he scores his four points of the afternoon.
2: Yeah, excellent score. What a distance out there. And you know, you could see it was dropping nicely, and you know, it had all the accuracy in the world. And it does look like, you know, he's actually, I thought he was actually coming out the field. I do think that Dixburg really probably need to utilise him a bit better and bring him further out the field because there's not much actually going in there for him to to be getting. But I think if he was out the field further, he'd be able to win a lot more possession on the ball well 24
1: minutes gone here in UPMC Nolan Park in the first of the JJ and Sons Premier Junior Hurling semi-final teams are level for the second time here seven points apiece it is the meeting of Winegap and Dixborough and both teams are going at it and it's been an entertaining game mm-hmm. so far not too many scored, not too many goal chances but when the scores are taken they have been some very nice points here and there's a sideline to Wine Gap over at the far side of the field it's going to be taken by Niall Welch it's a decent line ball as well, put in around the house oh there's oh, a lovely a catch take. here comes an overlap here now for Winegap it's with the number 15 that is James Collerton. he didn't take the overlap went
2: for the shot himself put it over the bar and Winegap lead again 8.7 yeah that's a brilliant score there and you can just see the take I took but all the space that he was given inside there and when he got his player he certainly had the pace and you know an excellent score just to push Winegap ahead by a point they surely do we have five minutes plus
1: stoppage here in this first semi-final to go in UPMC Nolan Park as Weingap are trying to clear themselves out of danger that was uh, Key and Ryan back there but again it's overturned by Dixborough possession back again to the men in maroon as it's sent down towards Killian Hackett here comes Hackett on his left hand side but it's a great block there by the number two that's Parry Foley he stuck to his guns and stayed with it now Weingap trying to get a score back themselves at the other side of the field Jack Doyle fighting for it so too is Emmett Landy. Landy kicks the ball ahead of himself along the ground. There's three, four, five, six, seven, eight players now in trying to win this ball. Who's going to come away with it? The answer is no one at the minute because the ball is still down on the ground. Referee Morris Flynn is leaving the players at it, but Dixborough come away with it. It's the number eight back there as Emmett Landy has gone down mm-hmm. with an off the ball. Uh, tangle and John Bennett is having a look so we'll keep an eye on that one on you but it's Dixborough coming away with it, it's Kevin Moore lovely little flick off the hurl over there at the far side of the field by Willie Phelan and we're just keeping an eye here now on Emmett Landy is back up on his field, John Bennett is walking down along the sideline, umpires are not making, He, oh no he is, he's calling Morris, I can see his hand up we'll have to wait and see so definitely something happened off the ball yeah. uh, but it is a line ball to Dixborough over at the far side of the field, it's a good line ball ball but it's cut out back there by Sean Parcel. he didn't get ball up into his hand but he manages to get it to Niall Welsh. Niall Welsh evades a couple of tackles puts a lovely ball down along the sideline in there towards James Cullerton, just after getting on the score sheet back there is Tommy Farrell Tommy Farrell has fouled James Culleton there's an advantage coming to wine gap no advantage coming it's going to be a free Dixborough management not happy with that decision but referee Morris Flynn is adamant there was a free over there and it's going to be a free into wine gap just outside the 20 metre line as the linesman at the far side the field, Kieran Candlevin, is telling the Dixborough management to get back in onto the sideline. And yes we wait and see if anything is going to come from the Emmett Landy off the ball incident here at the far side. Mm. And Morris, like no, I think it's uh, Dara Houlihan is over there wearing uh, a Mayor Fern or a Mayor Ishka babe, and he's remonstrating with Morris Flynn as well. But really, it's uh, not much good to him because Morris has made his mind up and it's not mm-hmm. going to make any kind of nearly too far gone
2: at this stage yeah. to be
1: kind yeah. of pulling You're, not going, back, you're you know? not going to change a decision <laughs> yeah, anyway. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to wait. John is trying to get his attention by the look of it and I mean, I can't understand this because most of the referees now have a wireless system that you can communicate with one another. There's actually one in the referees' room here in UPMC in Honan Park but obviously it's not being utilised this afternoon by the match officials. Umpires are still none the wiser. they just keeping an eye on the free but we will have a free and I think Looking at the helmet, it is Jack Doyle who is going over to take this free. He's after receiving a small bit of treatment as well to a leg injury. But hopefully he'll be okay now to carry on. we like to see all of our stars playing and the best players mm-hmm. out on the field 28 minutes gone here in upmc nolan park and the first of the junior premier junior semi-finals wine Gap are currently leading eight points to seven coming near the halftime break and wine Gap still have this free it's been a long time since the free was awarded there's at least a minute to a minute and a half gone so it's going to be interesting now to see whether Jack can slot this over. It's not easy. Umpires are nodding at one another. That's, that's a great score. score, Jack Doyle. Yeah. That
2: is his fourth point of the afternoon. And one gap extend the lead out too. Yeah, and that wasn't an easy angle. As you see, the ball here poked out very fast there by Brian Minogue. And, you know, just <laughs> going to win it there, we have uh, Emmet Landy. And look how far back he's after going right back to his own he half-back line. To, I, to I
1: think that's a bit soft now to be free. I thought he was only standing his ground, to be fair, but... Morris Flynn is closer than I am here uh, to the play. So he has decided that there is going to be a free. And we can see that uh, Sean Power is... uh giving Morris a little bit of variables as well. Morris is telling him now to be quiet. It's still going to be a free. And as I said, once a referee gives a decision, he's not going to change his mind anyway. And it is Martin Gaffney who's going to take this free over at the far side of the field. He's very close to the sideline. He's only about a metre in from it. He's a good distance out. He's about six metres away from the wine gap. 65 metre line on the angle. This is probably measuring 65 to 66 metres, I would imagine. It's pity we don't have a golf tracker that we could see exactly what the distance is, but he certainly has no problem with distance, and he yeah. has no problem with accuracy either, on you, because that's Martin Gaffney's fifth point of the afternoon. It reduces the margin down a small little bit. I make it nine points to eight.
2: Yeah, you know, five frees from Martin Gaffney, two from play from Sean Maher and Killian Hackett getting in there with a point for Dixborough You know, and for uh, you wind up after doing all the hurling. Oh, the what that's a, catch, a back catch
1: there by Jack Doyle! Brilliant. Looks that one. It was the year. If this goes over on you, it's that's a great score. score. Ah, pick it up. Yeah, brilliant a white flag up that deserves a great score well done young Jack Doyle that's the score of the afternoon it
2: puts Winegap ahead 10 points to 8 that was a fantastic score oh absolutely brilliant he just came out he rose right up into the air there great catch had a quick look ball over the bar and he was pulled under a lot of pressure there as well you have to say as you said Martin definitely scored the game so far oh he got
1: away with a throw ball on that one but anyway here comes Winegap on the attack again here goes Emmett Landy he's away from Edward Moyland. Landy is still going he's past the 45 metre line he's still going forward M- Rylan is trying to get oh. him it's a poor pass though it might reach Jack Doyle can he get two in a row swivels a small little bit on his right hand side the answer is yes he yeah, can yeah, It's it worked more. out a small little bit that is Jack Doyle sixth point of the afternoon they certainly got away with a throw ball in that one they won't care gap
2: lead 11 points to 8 yeah you know another really good score there by, um, by Jack Doyle but you have to say Emmett Landy again taking on the taking on the Dixburg defence there and just opened up a pathway for him and another really good score for Wiengap they
1: are gap beat Oliver Ross last day to get to here, that ball is in and it's gone to the left and it's gone wide, Curly Crowley down there waving that one wide, I wonder how he see a bag of spots for you in the car today. It should be great, could do it could do it a bit of match there now at the moment Well, we're still playing on here we are 31 and a half minutes gone here in UPMC, Nolan Park, it is one gap leading 11 points to 8 as Owen Cody sends that one down the field, it sent long, another catch. great catch out there boy, that is Pat Grace I think it is but it's a poor pass in It meant for Emmet Landy it's out over the sideline, it was intercepted back there by uh, Edward Moylan and the ball is out and again there's a lot of line balls over the far side of the field.
2: Yeah, there certainly is. It's kind of like nobody's kind of coming over to this to this end of the field. All the action is kind of happening over there. But you have to say the fielding from Wine gap has been absolutely spectacular. Like, I mean, you said earlier Jack Doyle wasn't a tall man, but no. by God, that last catch that yeah. he got there was unbelievable, absolutely brilliant. You know, Sean Parsons after catching two or three great balls. Pat Grace as well. Like, you know, they're really are, like they're really big, strong men. Like in the tackles that are going in. Like, you know, this is this is a very good quality game. It is black and whites. Just after arriving into our right hand
1: side, of course they. Are managed by our colleague Eddie Scalley. That's another hard tackle in there on Emmett Landy. There's a small little bit of afters, but Emmett is down on the field. That's going to be painful. Winegap have the free just inside the Dixborough 65 metre line, and this time it's turn for the Wine Gap management to get a little irate with the treatment that Emmett Landy is getting over at the far side of the field. But Winegap Gap. We'll just take our time. Referee Morris Flynn is going in to have a small little bit of a chat with his linesman over at the far side of the field. And Emmet, of course, he made his uh, debut for the Kilkenny Seniors earlier this year in the Welsh Cup. So he's uh, no stranger to uh, UPMC, Nona Park. And he actually scored 1-2 against Leash in the Welsh Cup as well. He's also chairman of the Winegap Camog, or the Handball Club, I should say. So he's... a uh, an important part and an important member for Gap and you can see he's actually a leader as well on the mm-hmm. field On you can see yeah. him pointing to the players where to go but we are waiting for this free to be taken. It's Jack Doyle who is going out for it. He's actually going for his seventh point here of the afternoon in the first half. We are well into injury time. 33 minutes gone on the clock here. And Winegap have a chance to extend their lead. A small little bit going in. It's high. Mickey Lannan is looking. Yeah. He's pointing and it's gone in and it's gone over the bar for Jack Doyle's sixth point of the afternoon from a free. And I think Morris Flynn is going to call half-time here he is indeed it is half-time in UPMC Nolan Park it is 12 points to Winegap and 8 points to Dixborough and Áine to be fair Winegap are certainly
2: worth their lead for this first half performance yeah they certainly are you know they've definitely come out of the blocks they're all guns blazing in the first 15 minutes and you know they really really were dominating and I suppose then you know Dixborough kind of you know, slowly but surely started creeping into the match you know it was 8 points piece there one they you were kind of looking at it for all the hurling that Winegap are after doing you know Dixper are still in there but you have to say like the last the last 10 minutes certainly wind Gap have backed their domination and it's all kind of set off by that Jack Doyle point there and, you know he went back down the field he got a second point then straight after that and I suppose when you're looking at it definitely Gap will be the more happier team going in at half time but they have to remember they can't fall asleep for 10 minutes no, like no. they kind of did there in the first half and they let Dixper back into it I think Dixper probably haven't got going and I suppose that's something that the Dixper management team will be talking to them like you know you still haven't started. Hurling, you've got 30 minutes you're what four, four pints down yeah. you know they really need to kind of get going on that and you know I suppose for the likes of in my opinion I'd be pushing Martin Gaffney out the field I think they haven't got enough out of Killian Hackett there either so you know that's something that they certainly need to be looking at
1: Well it certainly is we can <laughs> see that the secretary for Dixborough Shane Kavanagh is out having words with Morris Flynn as well but as you mentioned Dixborough I mean they will be disappointed with yeah. the first half performance they're playing with the breeze mm-hmm. they started very very well we can see the danger that Killian. And Hackett in particular was causing when he gets the ball in the foot forward yeah. line. The problem for Dixborough, they're not getting the ball in. But to be fair, Winegap
2: defence are playing very well back there. Oh, they're playing absolutely excellent. Like you look at that full back line there for Winegap Park, Foley, Keane, Ryan, and Sean Foley. Like, you know, they're not you know, they're not doing anything spectacular, but what they're doing is they're getting the little flicks away, they're, get, they're pushing the yeah, keeping it nice and easy. Like they're a real proper full back hurlers, like everything's just about getting it out. And then I suppose then you're backed with like Willie Field and Pat Pat Power and Sean. Person on a half back line, you know, three big men well able to catch ball and well able to strike it. But I think what's certainly after impressing me most about Wigan, it's their distribution of ball. They're not wasting anything if the long pass is not on it, they're giving the short pass they're getting the ball out the field and they're making sure to utilise that space for their full forward line in there because we've seen it they have serious pace to burn you James Power Dyle, enough ball, yeah. and
1: James Power the two been working very well very with him well. at centre forward yeah. it's a trio that's there is going to cause Dixborough a lot of problems and with the breeze we mm-hmm. can see is that that ball is going to go long into
2: the full forward line I think in the second half yeah. and Dixborough are going to be under pressure I think they will Like, and you know you're probably going to see in this half there Edward Moylan is probably going to have to sit back a little a little deeper there and sit right in front of the, the the wind gap full forward line because you know as you mentioned already they're literally all crowding in around that square down there and you know they have the pace to run either way but you know Edward Milan is going to have to play in my opinion as that as that sweeper he's gonna to have to sit right back there cut out whatever ball you know he's really going to have to grind it out for 30 minutes and you know that's something that ticksburg seriously need to look at I think tightening up everything and even pushing their half back lines pushing their half forward line their midfield and their half back line at their half back line right down I I think that's going to be a massive thing for them well
1: it certainly is it is the first of our premier junior semi-finals it is half time here in upmc nonan park it's a four point lead for wine gap as they lead Dixborough 12 points to eight this broadcast brought to you with thanks to john Feele and skip hire and septic tank disposal covering kilkenny city and county see john Feele and skip ie. we're going to take a small break we'll be back live for the all the action in the second half after
0: these few short ads KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship Semi Final, Dixborough vs. Wine Gap. With thanks to John Phelan Skiphire and Septic Tank Disposal, serving Kilkenny City and County. See JohnPhelanSkiphire.ie.
1: Yes, you're all very welcome back here to UPMC Nolan Park for the second half of the Premier Junior semi-final Winegap versus Dixborough. We've already had a bit of action before the match has even commenced for the second half and that is a yellow card issued to Kevin Moore by our match referee Morris Flynn just as Dixborough came out onto the field. The second half is back underway and Winegap again are charging forward with the ball just like they did in the first half. They have a four-point lead. Can they continue to stay ahead of the Dixborough men and get to a county final. They last won it back in 1986. Dixborough was in the decider two years ago where they lost out in extra time to Conaghy Shamrocks. Here comes Dixborough on the attack now with Charlie Nolan. Charlie putting that ball up into the full forward line, but again back there it's Stephen Darmody dealing very well with that. B- misplaces the pass out. It comes again out as far as Sean Purcell. Sean is a fine block of a, a man going forward and he just pushes the Dixborough man aside as that ball is. Pu- in, here's a chance here, it comes out, here's a chance for uh, the number 15, here's Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle has it. hand pass it here to Pack Grace, Pack Grace low along the ground and that's a poor pass then in the end but what was the goalkeeper doing trying to clear that one out, it'll arrive here with Tommy Farrell and Tommy clears the 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 lines out for Dixborough I should say but Sean Power returns that one back out it's half blocked it's out over the sideline John Bennett has his flag up but on you what a chance in Mm -hmm. there for James Culleton he just couldn't get his feet organised quickly enough and it is going to be uh, I was going to say it was a goal chance the linesman has said it's going to be a Dixborough ball over here I thought that that was actually blocked out and it should be a wine yeah. gap ball the referee is now going over to uh, have a chat he's very walking very slowly I have to say over to have a chat with the linesman at the far side over there and they'll come to some sort of a conclusion to see what way it's going but that was certainly a goal chance for wine gap and now Morris Flynn has decided he's going to throw the ball in um, instead of giving a line ball to either one of the teams now here comes Tom Carroll was brought on as a substitute in the first half in place of injured Owen and that ball is sent down there towards the Dixborough man that should be a free to Winegap he's lying on the ball completely covering it referee in close proximity says that it's okay and we continue on with the play here comes uh, Winegap have they got the ball out on you there's a lot of Dixborough players lying on the ball again Morris is going to throw the ball in this time as he said there's too many bodies there and it's going to be a throw ball on the Dixborough 65 metre line Bit scrappy in the
2: first couple yeah. of seconds of the second half. I think uh, both teams are really starting to kind of frequent themselves with each other, and they know that the it's serious game on. But you know, as you said, there what a missed opportunity there for Weingart to kind of nearly cement themselves with one foot into a county final. They had two chances yeah, really of a do goal know, down there. Um, you know, and they'll be they'll be gutted over that. And I suppose that would have been a great start for them because uh, you know they finished the first half so well that that would have kind of continued on their form into the second half here. As we're still looking at, there's a lot of stoppages
1: here. Yeah. Now, there, there's a player that is obviously receiving some sort. Of Treatment for a gap. Morris Flynn is having some sort of a discussion with either a lot of management is over on the sideline it's hard to know really what's going on over there but what we do know is this broadcast is brought to you today with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see JohnFeeleandSkipHire.ie and don't forget later on after this you will have the second of the JJ Cabinet Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-finals the meeting of Blacks and Whites versus Pilltown with live commentary from Robbie Dowling and Aidan Fogarty before the senior championship semi-final game at half past three later on between Ballyhale Shamrocks and Tullerone with Ronnie Ronan and Taggy Fogarty also on commentary as well ball is put in there there's a great catch in there by Jack Doyle he's after turning his blood here he comes oh Oh, what a save back there by Brian Minogue that was a chance and Morris Flynn has said that there's actually going to be uh, is he giving a free Free out out? out or is he giving the 65 65
2: I'd say has to be a 65 it came No, off he the is, yeah. He's yeah. just
1: pointing to put it out. Yeah, what a save back there yeah, by Brian Minogue. Save.
2: But Emmett Landy, he'll be disappointed on you. He didn't slot that in. Yeah. That's two great goal chances early for a wine gap. They could have Dixborough dead and buried already. Yeah, they could have easily, you know. But you have to say, Brian Minogue very fast off the line there. But credit where credit is due there to Killian Timmons as well. Like, you know, he was holding on to Emmett Landy, and you can see that Emmett Landy couldn't even get a proper strike off. It was a one handed strike. It, you know, God only knows if he had his two hands on that with the power of that ball, it would have been definitely uh, in the back of the net. It would have rattled in it, definitely. Definitely, but here's a chance
1: for Jack Doyle. He has six points already in the first half. He's going for his seventh point. Linesman is trying to get one of the uh, Dixborough players. It's Joe Sheen back the record at the distance. And here comes Jack Doyle. He's gingerly picking it up, but with accuracy putting... No, right. actually. I thought that was actually going to go over but no it's not it's after tailing off and it's only wine gap's third wide of the game
2: Yeah you yeah, know and I suppose he'll probably be disappointed with that you know it's definitely there's three scores that, you know, and that's poor puck out there by Brian Minogue and we have uh, James Culleton's really putting the pressure on there He is but again it's Stephen Darmody who's dealing with that very well and here
1: comes Joe Sheen gets away there from uh, Sean Power with ease he's going forward with the ball gets the ball out here to Kevin Moore we've seen a lot of Kevin in the first half but that's a poor misplay Pass down there. It's going to be mopped up back there by uh, Porrick Foley. And Porrick Foley, Poor that's a, pass, a terrible yeah. pass out. And now he's at the putting Winegap under pressure. And the ball is dropped short as here comes uh, that is James Carroll back there. James tries to put a pass back to Kevin Moore. But again, Winegap coming away with it, putting himself under pressure. Joe Flynn is having a look at it and he's going to say. It's a wide ball. He's a bit indecisive, but he's saying that it's a wide ball and it's going to be chalked down as another wide to Dixborough. The fourth wide. The Dixborough players are not happy with that call. They're saying that it is a point as there's a substitute coming for Dixborough over at the far side of the field. And we're just going to wait and see who it's going to be. You might see the number now on you on this. He's coming to your side. Uh, It looks like the number nine, Charlie Nolan, is making way. Yeah. So, Charlie is coming off. The player 19. gone on is number 19. So, that's Davey Ryan. And they're after moving uh, Kevin Olin now back into the half back line. So, interesting substitutes for Winegap. They had to do something. There's a, a problem here for Pat Grace. He's gone down. The substitute in is. <laughs> giving out already so his first uh, involvement for Dixborough is to give out to the referee but as you can see down here in front of us is Pat Grace and he looks like that he is in a small bit of distress down here in front of us maybe he fell awkwardly or something in that challenge but He's, uh, he's certainly not faking this or putting anything on as the medics are going to deal with it. So just to confirm that substitution, it was Davy Ryan, the number 19, is on. And Charlie Nolan, the number 9, has made way. So that is the second substitution that Dixborough has had to make. No changes yet on the Winegap team. They seem happy enough. They're still leading by the four points. We're coming up to seven minutes gone here in the second half. We haven't had a lot of play. It's been a stop start yeah. uh, start to the second half, if you like. Um, and we're just waiting for this. But the main talking points of the second half already is two goal chances that Winegap could have had. And they fell to James Culloden, the first of them. And Emmet Landy, the team captain, in the second of them. And they didn't convert him on yet. And they could come back to bite Winegap, yes, as we still wait and wait for uh, Pat Grace to receive his uh, treatment here on the field.
2: Yeah, it looks like he's getting uh, he's getting his, eye, his knee looked after there. And, you know, he looks to be in an awful lot of pain there at the moment. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see a substitution coming in here for for Winegap. But, yes, yeah, certainly, like, the game has been very stop start No team is kind of able to get into any bit of momentum going. And, you know, it, it doesn't kind of... It doesn't really help a game, you know, and it doesn't help, you know, it kind of like from a spectator's point of view to what they're looking at because you're not able to see anything that's going on and I suppose like it's the team that's going to be able to keep on like readjusting their focus every time the whistles kind of stop starting you know that's going to be a pivotal point for in this game Yeah it certainly is well gap are certainly the happiest here at mm. the minute is it going to be
1: disappointment again for Dixborough they were here last weekend in the St. Canis' at Kilkenny Senior Final, where they lost out to their main rivals and neighbours in the city here of James Stephens they had three matches last week, would you believe it against James Stevens? They won two of them. And lost one. Minors won. Yeah. The juniors won. Mm-hmm. And the seniors lost. Oh God. <laughs> they are in the senior semi our final as well. Next are, Sunday we are. have to say. So it's been a, a hectic few weeks all right for Dixborough. With there's a long stoppage of play here, folks, because well, Pat Grace final is final today as well. Oh, they are, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just across the road from us in mm-hmm. Johns Park. That's at Half past one against your own team yep sure is Tolerone and Saint Anne's and next Saturday of course is the Camogie Senior County Final it'll be take part in Freshford we have two live games as well tomorrow for you don't forget as the intermediate semi-finals take place the first of them is taking part at two o'clock as the meeting of James Ford and the Roar NSD gets underway now we are back underway here in this second half there was a long delay there Pack race is back up and he's after putting in a, a nice tackle in there that ball is half blocked down it'll arrive here to James Carl who is working well yeah. to be fair mm-hmm. to the, the youngster that ball is put in he was part of the under 20 panel great as well this year that's a great catch back there by Keane Ryan and Keane puts the ball down here to towards their danger tallies man that is Jack Doyle it's won back there by Niall Welsh. he has support oh, play it's a terrible pass. pass though by Niall Welsh. there was an overlap coming there for wine gap and it's been brought out there by Killian Timmins as Dixborough now working the ball down the far side of the field but again on you their final third pass into the full forward line at the minute is yeah. not working well for them they overturned possession though here on the Dixborough or the wine players I should say that is Joe Sheehan who's going for a shot this time Joe Flynn says to Mickey Lannan to put up the flag I think God there's another it's going on down there at that goal but the white flag has been raised and it is going to be a point we think too Joe Sheen has it been registered yes the yes. referee has wrote it down in his notebook it's hard to know with all these stop start things that's going on there they should make a decisive decision and get on with it here comes Gap on the attack again down towards the Jack Doyle and uh that is a kick up it's not Killian it's James Culleton as uh. here comes the substitute it's the number 9 actually there is a substitute gone on for Wine Gap that is no, the number no it. sorry it's yeah. Adam O'Shea that is Adam O'Shea yeah we forgot about Adam he actually started the game and it's a point for Adam and it is 13 points 2-9 as the game is back underway again nobody holding back this time frantic stuff here now as everyone tries to get into it that's a poor pass though and it's only as far as Willie Feeling and Willie yeah. Feeling that's terrible that's wasteful and really that is a, a wasted, useless kind of a, a shot there uh, for Willie Phelan. and he'd be better off to try and get the likes of Jack Doyle and yeah. James Culloden into the game. And you can see that the two corner forwards are not happy with that shot.
2: No, certainly not. Like, and there, he had the time. He had, he, like you know, he could have taken that split second to have a quick look up the, there. You know, another wasted opportunity certainly for Winegap. Gap. And you can see that Dicksborough are really starting to kind of, you know, get their groove into this game. Only for the stoppages that we're looking at. Dixpern are kind of on top in the second yeah, half they here. They are to be fair but they're not converting
1: their no, chances no, though either. They're not. But you have played in the backs you've also played in the forwards as well mm-hmm. as a corner forward. When you see a back taking a shot like that into space where nobody is there and the ball is after trailing off 10 or 15 yards wide where you have two yeah. of the best corner forwards on display on the field today. you would be
2: livid. you would be going mad. Absolutely. you would be deflated after it. You know you're just trying free to work very hard yeah There a free is a
1: free. Noel yeah. yep. Welsh was fouled and it will be a free in 2-1. Wine gap as Edward Moylan is not happy with that as he throws the ball in disgust back at the wine gap players. But referee Morris Flynn has said it is going to be a wine gap free. It's just inside the Dixborough 65 metre line. He's almost directly in front of the post. And with Jack's calibre and his standard of free taking here this afternoon, it has been almost impeccable. Just the one miss on uh, his sheet. And he's going for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. This is his eighth chance. Is it going to be eight points? We're soon to find out. Ball is sent in, it's going high. Umpires are looking, they're pointing, and it is eight points for Jack Doyle. What a
2: fantastic score by the young man from Winegap and Winegap extend their lead out only at 14 points to nine. Yeah and a great personal tally as you said there for Jack Dial. you know he's really kind of standing up to it and you know Winegap are certainly piling back on the pressure on Sticksborough. They certainly are and they're
1: not giving up they're fighting away and look you can see that ball coming away here comes Winegap again Nyle Welsh come back into his own half back line that ball is sent in dangerously into Emmett Landy who they have put now in full forward and here comes Landy he has an overlap he's going himself bang oh. shot oh what a chance that was but it's yeah. straight over the bar it is is a score for Emmett Landy. Now there's more afters going on there. And really, Morris Flynn needs to get a, a bit of control on this stuff because Emmet Landy done nothing wrong. He took his shot. Yeah. Ball went over the bar. It's a fair score for Wyngap. And Wyngap are
2: leading by 15 points to nine. Yeah, I suppose you can see exactly what um, Winegap are trying to do. When I suppose you have a player of the calibre of Emmett Landy in there and you know, great that they can actually swap in James Power and Emmett Landy. You know, Emmett, Emmett Landy and James Power, two really good players on a lot of ball, but very different in exactly what they're capable of doing. And I suppose, listen, you know, that was an excellent score. If it was a little bit lower, it could have easily gone into the back of the net. There. It was, I actually thought that yeah. Brian De
1: Nogue actually got a small touch to that. I can't say for definite, but that ball was zipping along nicely and the referee is having a word there with Killian Timmons on his way out and now he's having a, a chat with uh, Emmett Landy as well as he moves past him it's only a small little chat because there's nothing being done after that consultation I couldn't see why because mm-hmm. it was a perfectly good score and the score has registered on the board and Wine Gap are now 6 points ahead 15 points to 9 44 minutes gone on the clock here comes Niall Welch over the far side of the field playing well over there that's a lovely diagonal ball again into Emmett Landy he's lost the hurl though he has no possession he has no support either as uh, the Killian Timmons comes in there's a foul there on Killian Timmons for a hold back by Emmett Landy and it will be a free out to Dixborough but again he didn't give up even though he had no hurl he still fought and harassed the Dixborough players but in the end gave away the free the quick free by Brian Minogue out as far as Kevin Nolan who they've switched back into wing back that's a diagonal oh, oh that's a oh that's, that's a late a, yeah, pull that a, is a yeah. late pull that's there dangerous. by Martin Gaffney on Sean Porcel and the referee has held play up and I was looking straight yeah. at that no, and that Martin wasn't Gaffney has pulled straight There was no across intention Sean to Purcell go for a ball there.
2: there at all in my opinion. I don't think there was any intention to go for a ball. I was looking straight at that and I thought
1: originally that Martin Gaffney is pleading his case there but from exactly where the ball was in mid-flight it looked like that the connection was made with Sean Porsche's head the two boys have gone over. They've shook hands. Martin Gaffney has said there was nothing in this. The referee has a uh, Done nothing at the minute. Is he given the free to Wine Gap? Yeah. He has given the free to Wine Gap, so it will be a free. But Sean Purcell has got up and he's putting that ball in, and again it's gone into Emmet Landy in full forward. He turns around on his right hand side. That's half blocked down, but it doesn't Great matter. Score. It's straight over the bar. Great score there by emmett Landy I make that his second point third. of the is it his third, third point? point yep. Fair play to you. And but the more important is Winegap are leading by 16 points to 9
2: yeah and you, you can see like when the game isn't stopped starting the whole time it's allowing Winegap to get back into their fluidity like they were in the first half there and they certainly are back dominating this game they are we have
1: 45 almost 46 minutes gone on the clock the ball is out over the far side Down, it's going to be a line ball to Winegap at the far side over on our cross side and now the crowd are starting to interact and we are starting to get a bit more intensity into this game we have the first of the Premier Junior semi-final what a great line ball there by uh, Sean Purcell putting it in here towards Emmet Landy and Emmet Landy certainly has the uh, the go on Killian Timmons but Timmons does very well he gets back gains possession there has to be a foul coming here referee says play on ball is with oh there's a mistake back there by uh, Tommy Farrell he's blocked down and now there's a chance in there the referee is a little bit away from uh, the play just to see what's going on but it's still continuing ball is out over the sideline and Morris is happy enough to let the players continue nobody is giving out a uh, about it. a lot of block down but a lot of mistakes happening now on you by both teams and Weingau certainly on the advance and they're on the attack going forward they can see the one leg in this county final already?
2: Yeah, they certainly can but, you know, I suppose credit where credit's due there. You can see the hooks and blocks that are coming in from Dixworth and, of course, from Winegap as well there. So, you know, both both teams are certainly putting in the tackles but you have to say, like, you know, Winegap are definitely looking superior team at the moment. They certainly are. Well,
1: they have a six-point lead. We have 47 minutes and 13 seconds on the stadium clock here in UPMC. Nolan Park, the pitch is in immaculate condition down in front of us for the amount of games that has been played Played on it here recently. Credit and credit is due to Kevin McGarry and to uh, Johnny Coogan for the condition that they keep the pitch here. So we're waiting because there's a an injury over there at the far side just on the Dixburg 13 metre line to Emmett Landy who's receiving a small little bit of treatment. It's what looks like a, a hand injury but won't worry Emmett too much. The magic spray has been out and Emmett is ready to continue on as Niall Welsh gets ready to take this sideline. Will he go for it himself? Will he cut it in around the house? The answer is he's going to put it straight in across the 20 metre line. It's missed over there by the uh, team captain back there, Emmett Landy. Pounces when on it and Landy puts it in and puts it over the bar for you make that his fourth point yeah. now of the afternoon. And WineGap have extended their lead out
2: by 17 points to 9 on you. Yeah, a little bit too casual there by Edward Milan, kind of going to that ball. You know, he wasn't going at it for, uh, too, like, he, you know, leisurely kind of strolling to it. And Emmett Landy there just ready to pounce and, and it have a the ball and put over the bar yeah it looks like it it's is it's the
1: reversal I think it's number 19 it's Adam O'Shea has gone off and it's Michael Power who has come in Michael was due to start but now he is in with 48 minutes gone on the clock Weingapp are leading 17 points to 9 as I said they have one foot inside the Premier Junior County Final this year that will be played on the 23rd of October here with the Intermediate County Final as well Weingapp are on the attack the charge down that ball is blocked down though brilliantly in the middle of the field back there by uh, the number 11. That's Kevin Nolan for Dixborough. He's trying to get Dixborough on the attack. They have a foul coming here. There was a foul on the number 19. That's Davey Ryan who was introduced as a substitute. And as we look on you, there's a number 27 in for Dixborough as well. That is Matthew Kelleher. Um, is certainly there on the field. And I can't tell you who has gone off because he obviously came on unknown to us
2: this, is the, this the is the
1: problem I mean yeah. for a county semi-final we really should have a fourth official here today to tell us who's going in but Martin Gaffney has put that one in and I make that am I right six points for Martin Gaffney yeah today? six
2: points from freeze there for Martin Gaffney yeah that's correct just having a quick look around here trying to see where exactly he's after coming in it and it's hard to
1: know it looks like that Kevin Moore might be the player that's actually yeah. gone off but number 12 uh, is gone yeah there could be Kevin could actually be gone into the foot forward line in there no he's not no, no it does look like that yeah. it is Kevin Moore but here comes Winegap on the attack through Jack Dial. Jack Dyle putting the ball in now in around the house in towards the substitute that was Michael Power who was due to start ball is out and it's right. out wide <laughs> and that is going to be Winegap's fourth wide of the afternoon but more importantly they are still seven points ahead today's broadcast brought to you with thanks to John Feele and Skip Heuer and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see John Feele and Skip I-E, as that ball is sent out from the puck out, out over the sideline, the linesman over here, Kieran Canavan, says that the hand went behind the line with the ball in it and it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough just shy of the wine gap 45 metre line. Martin Gaffney was about to take this but he has left it to Joe Sheen. And Joe's getting ready. He puts a little chip, like a sandwich, uh, ball into the forward line. But again, it's coming out through Sean Purcell and Sean baiting away with that one. Down towards Emmett Landy, down in the full forward line. And Good uh, flick there by uh, Killian Timmons. But again, it's Michael Pauro's quickest on that one. Rushed the shot yeah. a little bit and dropped a straight short into the hands of Brian Ogan. Dixborough come away with it now here through uh, Edward Mile and the team captain. He's trying to get Dixborough going. Can he re- make a revival here for Dixborough? Dicks- Here comes Davey Ryan, the substitute. Martin Gaffney is following him, but so too is Stephen Darmany from Wine and he's putting great pressure on there as Niall Welsh baits that ball down in towards Michael Power. It flicks down around, but it's too short, and it's only going to be dealt with by Dixborough. Killian Timmons getting it back to the goalkeeper, and Brian Minoga sending that one down long. That's a fantastic catch back there by Sean Purcell. He's going forward with the ball. He loses out possession, though. High tackle coming in there. Referee says play on. Here comes James Carroll tries to run onto that ball there's a push in the back there this time there is a foul and it will be a free into Dixborough just outside the 45 metre line good play there by young James Carroll I'm impressed by him I mean he's doing an awful lot of work for Dixborough out around the middle of the field he's trying to get them going to no avail in the full yeah. forward line at the minute, because wine
2: Gap defence are playing very well. Yeah, you're dead right. Like he's doing an awful lot of work there around the middle third of the field, and you know, very, very pacey as well when he gets that ball. And he's looking to give a really good opportunist pass there, but it's just not, it's just not coming for him. Like he's like he's getting on a lot of ball, he's getting the passes in, but it's it's the, probably the work rate really from the Dixborough forwards that they're just not, you know, clinical and you know, you know, stamping out and getting a really good score from those passes. Well,
1: Martin is going for seven points if he goes for it. It's going to drop in around short. It's put back in around the house. Here's oh. a Goal!
2: goal! There's a goal there
1: for Jacksborough and it is either the number Aaron, 13 Aaron which is Murphy, Aaron, yeah. Murphy Aaron Murphy or Murphy goal. The number 19, but I think it was Aaron Murphy that got the shot on that one. And now it's game on, yeah. It is certainly game on. 17 points to Wine Gap and 110 to Dixborough. That's 13 points to 17. There's four points in it, and we have eight minutes plus stoppage to go here in UPMC. Nolan Park as that ball is sent down there towards Pack Race and Kevin Nolan fighting away for it. Here comes Jack Doyle, lovely bit of space over the far sideline to Niall Welsh. He has space, he's down. He decides to put it over the bar. That's good thinking by Niall Welsh. Put the ball in. over the bar and, and that response. is Niall Welch's first point of the afternoon and I now make it that five of the six starting forwards has now gone on the score sheet no all six of them
2: Adam O'Shea was starting and oh, he... Oh, sorry, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, you're
1: right. I forgot to put him down there. Yeah. Oh, six. Yep, yeah, you're dead, right. That's why I have you beside me. Here comes Winegap on the attack again. True Willie feeling. Willie feeling putting the ball down into Another the space to allow... Passed. It is a little mm-hmm. bit, but there's uh, players and Emmett Landy from Wine Gap is going to meet him, but it's well dealt with back there and here comes Tom Carroll trying to get the ball up here towards Martin Gaffney. Gaffney lets the ball run on as far as the number 15 back there. That is Killian nice. Hackett. Haven't seen too much of him, but there's a foul on Killian Hackett over there again and as I said in the first half like if they can get enough ball mm-hmm. into that young chap that's up there yeah. he will cause damage he will win frees and there's another free here now for Dixborough and they have a chance to reduce the margin again because currently they are 5 points in it it's 18 points to Winegap Gap, one ten to Dixborough time is ticking away with 50 almost 54 minutes on the clock here in UPMC Nolan Park in the first of the Premier
2: Junior JJ
1: Calvin and Sons semi-finals
2: Looks like Niall Walsh is down and he's actually taken his helmet off there and after going down to his knees there walking away from that it must have been from a tackle but as we look at Martin Gaffney here lining up to take this free here to make it seven frees uh, for the day
1: but we know what happened the last one the talk the, I don't know whether it's a training ground move or what but he's going a bit higher with this one, he's taking a look, umpires are saying it's gone in and it's gone over the bar, so that is a 7th point of the afternoon for Martin Gaffney, it's now 18 points to 111, and you're dead right, we have a small stoppage again here Mm -hmm.
2: for the injury over there to Niall Welsh, almost in the middle of the field. Could be a bit of cuteness now from Wiengap trying to slow the whole thing down really as well because you can see here after that goal like you know Dixburg certainly trying to get back and back on top of this game now was an excellent response there from Wiengap with the free and it's or with a point there from Nile Watch and it's exactly what it, what they needed. You need a response like that after a goal going in. Um, but I would imagine this is kind of maybe just to slow down the momentum of Dicksburg because they are trying to get it. They are getting on an awful lot of ball there now. A
1: bit of cuteness you can not base it when no, you have uh, absolutely teams in. it although you know for a team that doesn't get to too many semi-finals currently, Winegap are playing very very well and they're trying to hold on to this lead that ball is batted away there by uh, Kevin Nolan only as far as the number 27 that came in that is Matthew Kelleher he gets the pass back here towards his captain Edward Moylan Moylan is putting that in around the house in there towards the Dixborough players here comes Killian Hackett can he get away he has support here comes Aaron Murphy again lovely stick work oh Oh, just put straight across the face of the goal and that there's a free is there a free yes there's a free free, on you now the question is is it inside the large parallelogram or is it outside referee Morris Flynn is hold, indicating there was a hold and he is giving it looks like a 20 metre free but that was another chance there for yeah. Young Murphy like that just zipped across
2: the goal line it could have went into the back of the net but Dixborough have a chance here with Martin Gaffney yeah and you can see you, like you can literally see like no, <laughs> all due respect like as we said the, the wine gap full back line they're really really good hurlers they may not have the, the best pace that's on them but when you have the likes of Aaron Murphy and Killian Hacklin there they're small slight really really pacey that's where that could punish you most and they're after like Mark Gaffney he just converted
1: he's a point at three yeah. and that is two in a row now for Dixborough and now there is only one goal in it three points 112 to Dixborough and 18 points to Wine Gap and Wine Gap has been a couple of minutes since they scored as there's another tussle off the ball there here comes Dixborough again Aaron Murphy is now on the attack over there he tries to get the ball across to one of his Dixborough teammates but he gets it back himself. There's a trip over there by Sean Purcell. Referee says continue on. Aaron Murphy still Brilliant going. Skill. Lovely stick work. Oh, oh. This just tried to get the pass in there towards uh, Killian Hackett. It's intercepted, but only out as far as Tom Carroll over here. It's actually not. It's number 31. That's Sean Keenan. And the substitute has
2: right very slow to decide if that's a point or what it is here. You're, 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 we're nearly way, we're nearly oh, way in. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. The linesman is flagging. The Lions is flagging. John Bennett has his flag up. This could be overturned. We have no Hawkeye in UPMC, no one apart, but John Bennett has thought to himself he's Hawkeye. He had a good view of it, to be fair, to the official from Tulliver Ross And now he's having a chat with Morris Flynn out around it. Now Morris will have to go in and chat to the two and tell him that John is after seeing it he's adamant it. it's a point and it's entirely up to Morris and his team of officials now to decide what's going to happen uh the, t- the,
2: the, t- the two boys can't be making their mind up all day like now to be fair I'd say the sun is certainly in their eyes as well but uh well you know, that, that, and one of them they're nearly waiting for each other to kind of give them the
1: nod whether it's going to be um, the two umpires down there one of them is Joe Flynn that's Morris's dad of course the Two boys are from Munkine. And Mickey Lannan is the other umpire there from uh, Munkine as well. A good Camogie man. Morris is having a chat. He's telling the goalkeeper to go away. He's now with he's back to the town end goal. And he's in the middle of the two boys. And really, this is a calamity of errors now at the minute because it's only wasting down yeah. a little bit of time. We'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. Is Mickey going to put up
2: the white flag? We're waiting. We're waiting. We're still waiting. <laughs> they're, they're not going to be rushing to make the decision here anyway. Wide and he's given it wide so After Morris and the officials has
1: overruled what he thought that John Bennett over the far sideline I tell you I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that register <laughs> room <laughs> later on when uh, the officials get inside the door anyway the score does not count it is still the same it's 18 points to Winegap 112 to Dixborough Dixborough now gaining momentum though yeah, one is that coming are coming back at Winegap that is a, a decent pass in here towards Killian Hackett in around the foot forward line can he turn uh, that is Stephen Darmody the answer is yes he's Get away, way high tackle coming in there referee's son in his eyes he says there's no foul there ball comes back here to young Kelleher. he gets a pass here to James Carroll James Carroll is going forward puts it out here towards Davy Ryan Davy Ryan takes a look that's deflected out but it makes no difference it's gone in yes. and it's gone over the bar it is a point for Dixborough that's three in a row a point for the substitute Davy Ryan and it's now 113 which is 16 points to Dixborough 18 points to Wiengau two points only in this game with 59 and a half minutes gone on the clock now we have an exciting finish to this first of the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-finals Owen Cody puts the ball out it's batted out it looks like there was a hurl held there they're after bringing out Emmett Landy again out around the half forward line. he gets a pass across here towards the uh, number 15 that is James Culleton Culleton tries to get the pass across he misplaces it he gets it back a second time puts a pass out here to Niall Welsh. Niall Welsh rushed the shot is it going to right. go over no it's not it's gone out and it's gone wide and that is five points, or five wides I should say, for wine gap, two points in it, Dixborough taking a quick puck out, with Brian Minot, gets it to Killian Timmons, Timmons puts the ball down around the house here, as uh, the number 19, Davey Ryan, tried to go up for it, John Kelleher gets that that's Matthew Kelleher, gets the pass out here towards the it's substitute, dangerous. only come in, Sean Keenan Sean Keenan, turns in, oh that's a Whoa. terrible miss by Sean Keenan, he was almost directly in front of the goal post, and he rushed the shot, and put it out, and put it wide, five wides also, for Dixborough, you would expect Owen Cody to try and slow this down a little bit for Weingap. He's not slowing it down too much, though. He's getting on with it and putting it down around the forward line. There was no foul there. There's a substitute for Gap gone in there. That is Killian Enright. The crowd was baying for a free, but in fairness, Killian only slipped on the ground. There is going to be a line ball. The question is what way is the line ball going on you? Because the linesman flag is down by his side. There's no flag up to say what way it's going. So we have to guess. Looks like
2: it's going to be yeah, it's it's a Well, Noel Welsh is going, going in, over to yeah. take
1: it, so it must be a wine gap line ball over there. He tries to take it quickly out as far as Sean Power or James Power. James Power puts Has it in, takes it, it upon himself, that and that is four points in the afternoon for James Power. And it's one that wine gap needed if they want to hold on to this lead. They're now leading ninety, actually twenty
2: points to one thirteen. Oh, just a trip there by Killian Timmins there. It or twenty or nineteen?
1: Have you nineteen or twenty? Twenty. It is twenty. Okay, just making sure. 20 points to Wine Gap, 113 to Dixper, so... That is and 13-3, that's 16 points, four points in it with only a couple of minutes left. We are in additional time, there's a flag up on the far side this time and there will be a line ball to Winegap as Winegap are trying to hold on to this lead. The crowd are getting animated, the Winegap crowd is looking for the final whistle to be blown. Dixborough are looking for a free to try and get a score up at the far side of the field and Niall Welsh is leaving this sideline over there and then he goes back and he decides he's going to take it himself again it's taken short in towards James Power but it's this time out off power and it's going to be a line ball out and it's going to be to Dixborough and now there's a man gone down again there's a lot of off the ball stuff going
2: on here on you the last couple of minutes you know like you can see both teams are really throwing everything at it and you know it it certainly I suppose in the last maybe seven eight minutes it, it really has turned into an exciting battle here well, it certainly has, if anything,
1: for the drama itself. 62 and a half minutes gone. There's a, a steward over there now as well. I think that is a Jim Fenley. He's checking to see if the scoreboard is correct. Yeah, I only have 19 points I here. I thought that as yeah. well, yeah, myself. Uh, I only Niall have 19.
2: Walsh, what, Sean Power has one. Niall Walsh has one. Emmett Landy has four. Adam O'Shea has one. Jack Dyle has one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. James Robert, Power has three. Robert, have you James the score? just one. to see? 19
1: yeah Yeah, no well the scoreboard is certainly wrong then because I have it yeah and so does the rest of the media up here in the press boxes that ball is sent in by Emmett Landy kicked ahead by Jack Doyle there's a push in the back there yes there is there's a free out to Dixborough and we are three minutes minutes in in additional time so the scoreboard I make it is wrong I make it there's still only a goal in this three points 113 to 19 points scoreboard is wrong Seamus yep Seamus Reid is coming into us just to double check that one we have it with three points in it. Dixborough going to land this one straight in around the house as the captain, Edward Mylan, puts this one in. Hand goes up for it. There's a stick, goes up for it. John Purstall comes away with it. Hand passes it out here to the awaiting Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle is going for a monstrous ball, but it's going to stay in, is it? No, it's oh. not. It's going to tail off, and it's gone out, and it's gone wide, and Morris Flynn is taking a look at his watches. He's still continuing on. Here comes uh, Stephen Darmody putting the ball up in towards Dixborough's hand, up towards Matthew Kelleher. Kelleher, now now has the ball in his hand, he's going forward there's an advantage coming here for a pullback the referee didn't leave him, have the advantage as that ball was sent in there to the awaiting Aaron Murphy, there's a free in Dixborough on the 45 metre line, everyone is looking to know what the story is, how much is left we have four minutes of injury time gone here in this first game of the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Championship semi-final it's Martin Gaffney has he asked the referee has he enough time left to put this over the bar and maybe get a goal and snatch victory or does he have to try and put this one and work it in around the house
2: he has to they have to kind of he's work it he's a long way out here. aren't you
1: it's going in it's going, going over the, the bar. bar so
2: the referee has his notebook
1: out and we're still continuing he's on still here
2: coming in here for Dixborough as well Martin Gaffney is making way and it looks like it is
1: it's hard to see the number there at the minute but we will try it's 20 something alright Morris Flynn is continuing on we have 5 minutes gone 20. it's number 20 oh, on thousand. you it's number 20 so here comes Winegap on the attack again lovely hand pass out here oh. but it's misplaced Jack Doyle wasn't expecting that one Tommy Farrell coming away with it can Dixbury get a goal and snatch victory away from the, the Wine Gap who has led for most of this game there's a foul coming here on Killian Hackett again they had no choice only to pull Killian Hackett down and really defence defences now with sixes yeah. sevens here with the last couple of minutes and with only two points in this this is a dangerous lead 19 points wine gap 114 to Dixborough, 65 and a half minutes gone on the stadium clock here in UPMC Northern Park we don't know how much additional time was in this Eddie Scally and the Blacks and Whites boys looking on in anticipation to see if they can get to the county final themselves they are next up at a quarter to two Robbie Dolan is on his way over ball is put in it's put over the bar and that was by Aaron Murphy I think think it was on you Mm. so that's a goal and a point for Davey Ryan was it Davey Ryan Ryan Ryan
2: taking that free there for Dick Spurs that's putting a point into it interesting see what is left we're six minutes into over into injury time we are how long is Morris Flynn going
1: to allow 18 points to 19 19 points to 115 ball is here with Sean Carroll out around the middle of the field Dixborough is going forward with it again they're trying to get the pass in here towards uh, Aaron Murphy but the hand is put up back there by Porrick Foley Porrick trying to get the ball out for and not to let Dixborough get in for an equaling score or a chance of an equaling score there's only a point in it there's a scrum there's a battle who's going to come out with the ball. The answer is it's going to be Sean Carroll for uh, Dixborough and he's putting oh. the ball dangerously in across here to Joe Sheen. Joe Sheen has the ball in his hand. Referee says there's a foul and it's a free in to Dixborough right in front of the goal. We are heading for seven minutes additional time. The answer or the question has to be asked, is there extra time in the matches today? We will have to find out because... Lil is going to go down and ask Seamus uh, Reid whether there's extra time or not today in this because there's nothing on the match programme to say it. The next game's post start at uh, 1.45, so one would have to wonder. Here comes Davy. Davy puts it in and Davy scores. The teams are level. It's 1.16, which is 19 points to 19 points. And yes, we do have extra time. And are we heading for it? Morris Flynn is calling for the ball. On Cody is going to pocket it out. It's over. It's over, so we are heading for right, extra then.
3: time. As the
1: yes the stadium announcer Sean Doherty has just announced it that there is going to be 10 minutes each way of additional time the game has ended in a draw here 19 points to Gap, 116 to Dixborough and for all of the work on you that Gap had put into it they rolled off 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 6 in a row to go 17 points to 9 ahead they didn't utilise that form and they left Dixborough come back into it and now they're there are worrying times for uh, Winegap because Dixburg have the momentum.
2: Yeah, it certainly is here, and I suppose, like when you have to look at it, Dixburg—the team that really kind of have come out in the blocks there in the last 15 minutes—and you have to say their substitutions have made a massive, massive difference. Davey Ryan there is after getting three points there, two frees and one from play. You know, Matthew Keller has got on an awful lot of ball there as well, and you know it's kind of down to down to nearly these boys here that Dixburg have find themselves back in this position. I think Winegap will be absolutely kicking themselves. I think they thought really kicking after a 50 they were looking they had stars in their eyes they were, they were looking too far ahead and you know at the, you have to say at the moment Dixbur look like the team that, that needs that are going to win this Well, now it, all, it all
1: comes down to the point now that, and John Bennett and Morris is actually having a discussion about that you can see him too and Morris is saying well what could I do and John is saying well I saw it myself and yeah. you know it looked like a point but anyway the first of the semi-finals has ended in a draw gap 19 points Dixborough one goal and six Sixteen points. We have ten minutes each way, extra time to come here very soon. The broadcast today is brought with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal, covering Kilkenny City and County. See John Field and Skip Hire. dot Both teams have gone into the dressing room, so we're going to hand it back to the studio for the time being, and you'll be back here live with us for extra time very soon.
0: KCLR Live Sport The JJ Cavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship Semi-Final Dixborough vs Winegap With thanks to John Phelan Hire and Septic Tank Disposal Serving Kilkenny City and County See John Phelan,
1: Yes, thank you very much, Davey. You're all very welcome back here to UPMC at Nolan Park. We have been joined for the main commentator for the next game, of course, our own Robbie Dowling, who now has an extra half an hour nearly to wait. Robbie, you thought I you were do. going to come in for a, a nice handy afternoon, and now you have to wait so, because of the drama here in the first game. Yeah,
3: hopefully we get similar drama in the next one. I wouldn't call the blacks and whites against Piddletown handy now, Martin, but um, certainly looking forward to that game, but definitely looking forward to extra time here. As yourself and Ani were calling, I was listening in to read Really interesting tie, I think, to say the least. I know it's been tight, but it's kind of been nip and tuck, and Gap are leading for a lot of it, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond to probably surprisingly being in extra time now. They would have thought to be home and holes they would have thought looking on for the next semi final. It's semi-finals. hard
1: to believe we're going into extra time, like Wyndgap are cruising along, like but I
3: think it shows in sport if you keep the opposition in and you give them that slightest bit of a lifeline, they'll hang on to it. And obviously, the borough got the goal, that was crucial, and they knocked on a couple of points there at the end, and deservedly, I must say, got the extra time. It yeah, must be said, exactly. will be disappointed, but nevertheless they are where they are and they need to reset refocus and get going again
1: well they are well you're going to take a little rest for a while anyway 100%. and we're going to continue on with this game and hopefully well you never know it could be back for a replay next weekend
3: could indeed we've, we've called more fixture mayhem I suppose
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it wouldn't be the first time that fixture mayhem would have been Hells in Kenny now in all fairness true true well, Wine Gap are back out. We'll have to wait and see. Thanks for that, Rob. Uh, Thanks, Bert. Great to have Robbie here in UPMC, Nolan Park, with us. Not normally on commentary duty, Wishes to be fair. We're normally meeting one another in the studio. Referee Mars Flynn is out. He's going to have to do the toss. We can see Matthew Kelleher has certainly stayed put for uh, Dixborough. Sean Keenan has stayed on the field as well. Tom Carroll has to his position so we're just waiting to see it looks like only that Adam O'Shea is back on the field and the toss has been made and it looks like that Winegap are going like the first half to play again the breeze into the town end goal and we are getting ready for extra time. It is game on here. 10 minutes each way of additional time. There's a heavy knock gone in there. Here comes Matthew Kelleher with the ball. Sending it in to the danger man that is... K- uh, it's actually Aaron Murphy, Murphy that got yeah. the goal. Here comes a chance now. Davy Carroll with the ball going forward. Down on the 20-meter line. Passes it out here oh. badly to Killian Hackett. He gains possession, though. He has support. Decides to go himself. Puts it in and puts it over the bar. Two points of the afternoon. I make it for Killian
2: Killian Hackett and Dixborough lead in additional time 117 to 19 points Yeah straight away uh, Dixborough off the mark there and you know looking ruthless as ever and you know I suppose if that pass had maybe just gone a, a fraction sooner you know it could have been a different result but nonetheless a good a good score there for Killian Hackett
1: It certainly was Ball is put out gap, need to regroup and need to get a, a score on the scoreboard quickly for themselves to gain their composure and their confidence back because they did leave Dixborough back into this tie they'd look like they were home and host had one foot in the county John Bennett has his flag up and he has decided I think that it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough. <laughs> that power is certainly not happy with that position but the man with the flag has decided it's going to be a Dixborough line ball right here in front of us in our John as... It's a great cut in by Tom Carroll Tom Carroll puts it in around the house In as far as 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 Killian Hackett Hackett goes for a great block down back there though By the number five That is uh, Willie Phelan Hackett still has a Gains possession back out here to Matthew Kelleher It's a high tackle in there There's an advantage coming Makes no difference does it? It does No God He's given the Is he given the point? He's given the point. Yeah, he's uh, given
2: the point there. It, Matthew her It's, Kelleher, it's yeah. hard
1: to know, yeah, but the point is given. So it's one eighteen. It's Matthew Kelleher has it. I thought that the referee was going to pull it back there for the free, but he hasn't. Ball is back out again. Here comes Dixborough on the attack. They're now two points to the good. 118. Dixborough, nineteen points to Wine Gap, and Dixborough with all the momentum heading into extra time. Have put that one in, but it's gone to the left and it's tailed off and it's wide. And that is now six wides for Dixborough and five wides or six actually two wine gap gap as well as Owen Cody gets ready to take the puck out for a wine gap he's sending it down long, down around towards Sean Power who has come out from the full forward line, again he's fighting away back there with Tom Carroll but it's won back by the impressive Sean Carroll I said to you earlier on he was coming into the game yeah. in the second half and he certainly has but that's a wayward pass down only as far as Willie Feelan who tidies this one up gets it here to Niall Welsh. Niall Welsh puts a diagonal ball in towards Emmett Landy but it's well intercepted back there by one of the Dixborough players, can't see, he's no at the minute it'll come out here towards Tom Carroll though who is trying to get away from Sean Power gets the pass out here to Sean Carroll Sean Carroll avoids the tackle by Emmet Landy but he's been fouled as he tries to get that ball away and there's going to be a free out to Dixborough just inside the own 45 metre line this extra time and the broadcast brought to you with thanks to John Feele and Skip Hire and septic tank disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see Ie. Brian Minogue has come out of the Dixborough goal he's going to belt this one down around the house can he score it himself well we'll soon find out he certainly has the accuracy, look and it's going to drop a small bit short, in around the large parallelogram, that's off a of hand, the question is who's, but it's gone to the right and it's gone off and it's gone wide and that is now seven wides for Dixborough umpire was fairly adamant on that one, Owen Cody getting ready to take the puck out again, trying to get gap on the score sheet, they're two points behind, 118 Dixborough, 19 points to gap. three and a half minutes of the first period of additional time gone here as that ball is intercepted back there by Pat Power, Pat Power get the ball out here towards his uh, playing partner again no number in the front of the jersey but it's uh, Sean Power who's running forward with it gets it to Pat Grace Pack Grace going forward they have an overlap but the ball is well robbed back there by Sean Carroll and he dispossesses back the ball for Dixborough but he loses out to James Power James Power gets a pass out here to Emmett Landy Emmett Landy puts it in splits the posts, and it's a good score and one that Wine gap did need badly and they reduced the margin down 118 Dixborough 20 points to Weingap. That's one point in it on you. We have
2: four minutes of additional time or four of the first part of extra time gone. Yeah, you suppose looking at the your first couple of minutes at this here, you have to say that Dixper is certainly the more um, the more superior team. Wine gap kind of look a bit flat on their feet here at the moment.
1: But Dixper have gone back to their old tricks again with a poor pass at the final third, and that's a long ball down again. It's a flicked on there by Jack Dial, who misses out and out comes Killian Timmins with the ball. he's being harassed by three Wine Gap players, and it's overturned. Here comes James Power going forward. Power has a shot, shortens the stick, puts it in and the sky and the teams are level again, 1 points to Weingap, 1.18 to Dixborough and this game has turned in to a belter and a really tight and close encounter, nobody giving anything away, Weingap did go two points down, they've got a catch, great catch back there by Sean Purcell, he has an advantage coming, the big strong man is going forward, lovely hand pass out here to James Power, James Power has the ball in hand, shortens the stick, tries to get it in towards Emmett Landy, that's off the of a Dixborough player it's gone out and the umpire has said (laughs) that it's a wide ball but that would definitely hit off the stick back there of Killian Timmons and it makes no difference what I think because the man with the white coast is the only fella that matters ball overturned here here comes a shot in there by James Culleton and James Culleton has sticked it over the bar a score there
2: for Winegap and that's three in a row 22 points now to Winegap and one eighteen into Dixborough yeah extra score there by James Cullerton slowly but surely Winegap are starting to kind of get themselves back in here as we look at this man again um, James Carroll taking on that ball there rounding his player he is he's going forward he's on the 13 metre line he's still bearing down on the Wine Gap goal he's going forward
1: it's hit in it's oh. goal Aaron Murphy with his second goal but is yes it is it is a goal there for Aaron Murphy he got one in the first or the second half I yeah, should say yeah. and he's now one in the first period of additional time and it's now 2.18 to Dixborough and 22 points to Winegap, that is a 3 point lead for
2: Dixborough and what a goal by Aaron Murphy. Yeah what a goal there and you know that man that we keep on mentioning there it was James Carroll James who really took that ball on and gave a really good pass in there and Aaron Murphy first one to react to it and a goal for Dixborough.
1: Here comes Davy Ryan on the charge going forward. Wiengap may need to make a change because Dixborough are really in the ascendancy going here. That's Matthew Kelleher and sure. Kelleher sticks that one in and puts it over the bar and Dixborough are now four points ahead. The first time that they've led by that margin in this game and Wiengap taking the puck out quickly to Sean porley's half blocked away. Aaron Murphy the goal scorer gets the ball out here to Sean Carroll. Sean Carroll puts in a lovely pass in there towards the substitute who came on that is uh, Owen Dalton. Dalton is looking My but God. it's going to tail off and That's gone wide, and that is seven. Wides. I make it of 8 wides it is now for Dixborough and it is 6 wides for Winegap but more importantly the score is 219 to Dixborough 22 points to Winegap referee Morris Flynn is halting proceedings we have a substitute number 8 Sean Power is making way on the Winegap team and in his place comes number 29 and 29 is Dara O'Shea Dara is only back from Dubai for this game here this afternoon and Dixborough coming away with the ball pulled on first time sent down along the far side of the field on the Ordon the grass side but it's out over the sideline referee or linesman I should say over there Kieran Canavan has his flag up and it's going to be a line ball to Weingap we think as Winegap are uh, readying another substitute over there we might see a player coming in shortly the linesman is asking for the ball to be brought up I think it's Porrick Foley is over there getting ready to take this sideline ball it it is is, and it's a decent ball as well and it's put up here towards Jack Doyle looked like there was a hurl around the neck there but the Dixborough player got away with it. Ball is still on the ground. No one with possession with it. Who's going to come away with it? Ball is out over the sideline. A winegap man was the last player to touch it. And it's going to be a line ball
2: to Dixborough and Anya. Dixborough really are in the ascendancy at the minute. Yeah, they certainly are. And that goal has been absolutely crucial there by Aaron Murphy. And, you know, just when you think that winegap are kind of getting back into this game and getting on top there, as as Dixborough have done in the second half of the game, they you know, that goal really, really has cemented them. And we've seen what happened to them the last time they got the goal. They pushed on from that, they Indeed. really, they really made amends, which gave him that confidence. And they're certainly here putting it up to Waingap. Well, they went three points ahead, or two points ahead earlier on, and wine gap came it's back. A That's lock. a lovely
1: block there by Niall Welsh. He's coming away with it. He's having a look around. He's sending a diagonal ball, but it's not a great ball into the space, and it's going to be the Dixborough man that gets there. Force but It's overturned by James Calliton. James Calliton puts it. That's half blocked down, and it's only going to come as far as Killian Timmins. But Timmins a bit slow to react to it. Lost out. Gets the ball back as far as Brian Minogue. And Minogue. Returns it with interest all the way down to his half forward line towards Davy Ryan. Davy Ryan is the first to react to it. He has the ball in his hand, taking a look around, going for the it's score himself. Score. Ah, Davy yep. Ryan, that is a fantastic score, four points. I make it of the afternoon yep. for Davy Ryan and Dixborough are now ahead two twenty, which is twenty six points to twenty two points for
2: Wingap. There is four points on you. Yeah, brilliant score there by Davy Ryan. You're dead right. He's got two for two um, from freeze and two from play here, and he's. He Really after oh, a here's a
1: chance. Here's James Culligan. Can he get it up into his hand first time? Taking a look oh. around. That's deflected out. Oh. It only comes as far as that. Uh, who's that back there? Is that Killian Timmins? Possibly. Timmons, yet. Yeah. He only manages to get the ball though out as far as Sean Parcel. Sean Parcel gets it as far as Darrow Shea. You only after being introduced. That's going to drop short. It's dangerously in around and Brian Oak watches it closely. He's been tackled inside, but he gets the ball away. The referee says blowing the whistle. He's actually blowing the half time whistle in extra time. It is Dixborough lead. Here 2.20 that is 26 points to 22 in favour of Winegaff we only have a couple of minutes of a break but really the turning point in that was the goal by Aaron Murphy his second goal of the afternoon and I only make that down for two goals for himself, am I right?
2: Yeah, that's it. Two goals there from Aaron, and two really, two really important, important goals. Yep. like certainly is. And I suppose when you look at it, Dixborough have certainly come out in this extra time and they've really turned it up to, to Winegap. They've come out, they've scored 1-4, I make it 1-4 in the 10 minutes of hurling. And, you know, Winegap are really trying their hardest, trying to try claw back there, but they just don't seem to get into it. And if they do go ahead, Dixborough coming back down and they're nailing them there. And that goal in particular there by Aaron Murphy is really after setting Dicksburg up. Yep,
1: it certainly is. Well, there's not much to separate the team's four points is not much in this game Winegap were well ahead in the opening part of this game in the 60 minutes we'll call it of club hurling they were leading by 17 points to 9 at one stage that was 48 minutes into the game but Dixborough kept chipping and chipping and chipping away and got their draw eventually with Aaron Murphy getting a goal in that second half that goal came uh, on 50 51 52 minutes so there wasn't much time left they had a last minute free but the second goal that he got just a few minutes ago has really sticks for in the ascendancy this broadcast today brought to you with thanks to John Phelan, Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kenny City and County. See ie Don't forget coming up immediately almost after this game you're going to have the second semi-final where and Whites take on Piltown with full commentary from Robbie Dowland and Taggy Fogarty who are sitting up behind us waiting patiently. Here comes Sean Carroll on the attack going forward oh. for Dixborough. It's not a great final pass though in and it's going to be Keane Ryan that's going to deal with mistake. it only as far as to make a mistake and put it out over the end line and give Dixborough the easiest 65 they are ever going to get in any of their players careers
2: yeah you know I think it's tiredness is really starting to get to the, the wine gap there now and, and in
1: fairness to poor Kean, like he has played so yeah, so had well yeah a really good game the, you know fatigue is setting in now mistakes are going to happen but You have to be alert on you. You can't give Dixborough any mistakes or they are going to come back and they are going to punish you and they have Mm -hmm. a chance to increase their lead even further. It currently stands at 2.22 to Dixborough. 26 points in old money. To Winegaps, 22 points and Davey Ryan is going for his fifth point of the afternoon, he strikes as it well, it's going, Joe Flynn right. is going to tail it off, it went over the top of the post so we'll call that one exactly as it is, that's wide and it's a let off for Wine Gap and a chance for them to get back into it but 10 minutes is not a long time and here's the ball out from Own Cody, put down towards Pat Grace, it's belted back though by Kevin Nolan, he's putting in a tackle, it's going forward now from Willie Feelan Feelan is still going forward with the ball, he's looking for support around him Nobody. not too much, he's going on his own, now he has James Power outside him he's still going forward in around the house here comes Jack Doyle cooped out over to Emmett Landy who was over the far side of the pitch on the 20 metre line waiting that's a poor pass though will it get reached, Niall Welsh he manages to hand pass it out here to the awaiting John Purcell John Purcell tries to get the ball out but it's blocked down and it's kicked away then up into row AA over there in the stand of our de Grasse and that ball came back with interest it was obviously a wine gap supporter it was near enough to it when it went up there Sean Purcell getting ready to take this line ball can he put it in around the house will he go for it himself it's a good line ball it's in around the D the referee is not happy though he's waiting and he's saying that that ball will have to be retaken again as he issues number 31 that was Sean Keenan with a yellow card for what I can presumably only being for kicking that ball well up into the stand because Sean was near nobody else at the time round two here we go ball is put in it's dangerously in but it's gone in and it's gone wide and Brian Minogue had that one covered by the looks of it would have looked queerly if it had to land up in the net but he was happy enough that he had it covered and the ball ends up being wide 10 wides now two uh, 9 wides I should say to Dixborough and 7 wides to Winegap it is still Dixborough leading here 220 to 22 points that's a great, great catch, catch back there again mm-hmm. by Sean Purcell he's going forward he loses possession though it's turned over by Dixborough there's a high tackle in there and ball is turned over the far side referee says there was no foul it's Pat Power who tries to get the ball up here that's a definite freeze Referee says yes, there was a push in the back there. He gives this one. In fairness, Dixborough are not happy with that call. There was a foul down here on Sean Keenan, but he didn't get the free. Winegap do get the free, and this time it's going to be a chance again for Winegap to reduce the game down even further. It is 2.20. 26 points to Dixborough, 22 points to Winegap. We are t- 13 minutes into additional time. The clock has to go to 20 minutes plus before this game is over. Blacksham Heights and Piltown are waiting patiently for the next game. All games, in case you're just tuning in to Casey Alore, have been pushed back a half an hour because this game has gone to additional time. It's in extra time and that ball is put in by Jack Doyle. And it's another score for the youngster over there. 2.20 now to 21 points does a... Twenty six points to twenty one, five points in it, with a little over seven minutes and additional time to go as well on top of that. Ball is sent out by Brian Oak down as far as the Dixborough full forward line there's a number 29 that is Darrow O'Shea yep he was brought on for extra time but Dixborough gain back possession that ball is sent in there by Killian Hackett it's a great score score by Killian Hackett that's 3 points I make it now for the youngster in corner forward and it's 2.21 now 27 points to Dixborough and 21 points to Winegap as there's another substitute coming on 23 points 22, sorry, I wrote it down wrong. 23 points. Yes, you're dead right. Thank you. Substitution coming on for Dixborough. There is. Someone is moving because they're, yeah. Uh, what, uh, Edward Moylan has moved off. Here's a great chance now for James Power. That's looking good from here on. Yeah, it yeah, certainly is. is. It's over the bar. And it's one, two, three, four, five points of the afternoon for Young Power. And it's now 27 points to 24. 221 to 24 points. We have 15 minutes gone in this half. And it's Kevin Fitzpatrick is after replacing the Dixborough team captain who has run himself into the ground. Wine gap now coming back into it. That's a great ball put in around the. Uh, Edge of the D here towards Adam O'Shea and back on again for additional time. He tries to get away with the pass, and that's a mistake back there. Boy, uh, Killian Timmons and it's going to be a line ball too Wine Gap just outside the 20 metre line down on the O'Loughlin's end of the field Niall Welch coming over to take this line ball he's a good distance out but he is a fantastic line taker can he put it over or will he cut it across he cuts oh. it in across over looking for Emmett Landy but it's intercepted back there by Dixborough and it's Killian Hackett would you believe it who is mm-hmm. back there he gets it with 1-2 with Sean Carroll ja- Sean Keenan puts that ball up along but it's not a great pass it's only as far as the Dixborough or the wine gap uh, half back over there and that is and number two actually, that's Porry Foley with the strapping on his knee, ball is sent down towards the Welsh. it won't reach him as it comes here to Pat Graves, Pat Graves trying to play a bit of football to get the ball up into his hand, it's not coming four Dixborough players converge around him and they've come away with it it's Killian Hackett going forward with the ball, he can't catch it again, puts it down onto the ground, gets a pass back here to Sean Keenan Sean Keenan now going forward with the ball, he's past Pat Power, he's going forward, he's on the 45 metre line, he's running towards the 20 metre line, kicks it ahead of himself, tries to pull on it, in there is the number 20 and that was Owen Dalton but the ball comes back again to Sean Keenan who maybe have been fortunate enough to get the possession back but they won't mind Dixborough on the attack again, that ball is put across there to a substitute Kevin Fitzpatrick, he's only after coming on instead of Edward uh, Edward Moylan but that was intercepted back there by Sean Purcell, it's out over the sideline though and it's going to be a line ball to Dixborough 16 minutes and 48 seconds gone on the clock it's still 221 27 points to 24 points there's still only a goal in this can we have more late drama here in UPMC Nolan Park as Dixborough are making another substitution there's players gone down with cramp here in front of us as well mm-hmm. as we're waiting to see who this substitution is coming on I would imagine that Kevin Nolan is going to make way on you and it is number Rory 30 I would imagine who's going to replace him and that is Rory O'Connor and you can see
2: he's he's in severe pain there. Oh, he's, the poor fella yeah, can't move. move. He's, he's yeah,
1: completely I c- cramped up over there. He's barely able to walk someone is certainly going to have to help him off that is the physio that's over there trying to give him a, a helping hand we still have a line ball to Dixborough it's sent in but that's going to is it going to tail off it's not Own Dalton keeps yeah. it in play yeah but it is wide no it is yeah it went wide the umpire has signalled it wide down there that is Mickey Lannan so it is a wide ball and Dwine Gap are getting on with it putting the ball down towards Jack Dyle who is on his own in around the house will it reach Jack Doyle? the answer is yes can he get it away oh. he does as far as Noel Welsh on his left hand side turns well, great save Steve, Brian Minogue yeah, ball saved. comes back out around the house here it's intercepted by Dixborough players that is uh, Stephen Darmody who was back there he tries to get it away he manages to get it as far as Joe Sheen Joe Sheen clears the ball out of danger and it's a line ball to Gap just in front of here in nord Up, what a chance there for Dixborough it yeah. fell to Niall Welsh. great save Brian Minogue he has kept Dixborough in this game at the minute it's still 2.21 to Dixborough that's 27 points to Gap's 24 we have nine, eight. 15 minutes and 28 seconds gone on the clock. Tara O'Shea getting ready to put that ball in. It's a great ball in around the house, in as far as Emmett. Landy, Landy couldn't get hold of it. Kevin, here's Jack Doyle though, manages to get to the ball first, puts it in around the house. There's nobody there, though, for Weingap. It's intercepted, though, back there by James Cullerton. Again, Dixborough trying to get the ball out. They can't do it. Winegap putting pressure on the Dixborough players. That ball is there towards Kevin Gallagher. And here comes Sean Carroll. If anyone is certainly looking at a player of the match display, it is that young man out there in the middle of the field. But Weingap have won back possession back here again. Through Pat Grace. Pat Grace gets the ball out here towards the number five. That is Willie Feeling. Willie Feeling is fouled and there's a free into Dixborough. And Kevin Gallagher is now gone down with cramp. And so too is Sean Carroll yeah. gone down with cramp as well for Dixborough Everyone has gone down with Cramp, feeling it around us. We can see this down at the far side of the field poric Foley is stretching out as well these players have put in some effort in this game we are coming up into additional time in extra time there's still only a goal in it can we get any late drama here God only knows we got it in the second half Dixborough came back with what looked like an unsaleable lead for Wienga they managed to claw themselves back into it Aaron Murphy getting a goal early on in extra time to put Dixborough ahead there's that goal in the difference at the minute will approve to be the decisive score that Dixborough will get them into the county final their first in two years they lost out two years ago to Connaughty Shamrocks after extra time are they going to have the same problem here and will be brought to a reap it's not a grave no. free in by Jack Doyle it's left well short it'll come here as far as Flick somebody it. flicks it's in and it's a free in it's a free penalty I you a penalty Morris Flynn has given a penalty Now that is controversial, I have to say the Dixborough players are going nuts down at the referee on the O'Loughlin's end of the field there is a player that's down on the ground Morris Flynn has his notebook out again and who is he going to be booking this time? Well, we'll just have to wait and see or is he booking anybody? The answer is yes, but we can't it looks like Davey Ryan could be the man that's after getting a yellow card but virtually on the 20th minute mark here in additional time in extra time wine gap have a penalty they're three points down he's now going in to have a consultation with his two umpires I don't think the penalty decision is going to change
2: no I think Morris Finn is having uh, having a great day here today he doesn't want to leave Nolan Park at this rate (laughs) God only knows what will happen now if this goes if this goes into the back of the net well, to be fair, we've had
1: late drama in the second half of normal time. We have late drama in the second half of additional time. Morris Flynn has deemed the challenge on Adam O'Shea to be illegal. It's a penalty and Emmett Landy is standing up to take it. There has never been so much pressure on a wine gap player's shoulders as there is on Emmett Landy right now. Can he level matters up and bring this to possibly a replay? Have we a replay or have we more additional time? That is the question. We will have to find out. The producer is gone. She will find out for us. Robbie can't tell me. He's sitting up here behind me and he doesn't know either. Any words, Taggy, do you know? Taggy doesn't know, so we're waiting. We're still waiting on the penalty. Oh, we ha- so we have penalties after this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who wants to go? With? Here comes Emmet Landy. Chance. Goal for Landy! It's a draw again here in UPMC. Nolan Park, 124 to Winegap. 2.21 to Dixborough and the play still continues Morris Flynn is letting the at it 22 minutes gone on the clock ball comes back here can we get a winner in additional time here comes Owen Dalton ball is half blocked down William trying to get into so So too is James Power Weingapp trying to get the ball away Morris Flynn looking at his whistle ball is out over the sideline and it's going to be a line ball And Canavan has his flag up but I think he's going to be giving this to Dixborough nobody giving any way to it the stewards are out over there on the sideline as well to try and container matters they're putting everyone back in to defence and back in where they should be here it goes here comes Owen Dalton, it's down in front of him. That ball is out, he's out and it's a line ball and there's late afters as well from Owen Dalton. And the referee, has he given a free, putting his pencil in his pocket. It looks like we could be going to penalties on you. We have never commentated on penalties. This is going to be a first here for us. Winegap are still doing it. It looks like Morris Flynn is getting ready to blow the full-time whistle as Niall Welsh gets ready to take this sideline ball ball is in whistle is gone we go to penalties it's full time here in the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling semi-final it is 2.21 to Dixborough one twenty four. and Sean Doherty has just confirmed it that we are now going
2: to penalties oh on you the drama of it all Absolutely, I suppose. Listen, you know, what a, what a penalty to be taken in the first place there by Emmett Landy to put a draw match in and kind of revive the hopes there of Wine Gap. You have to say, like, you know, part of you was kind of feeling sorry nearly for, for Wine Gap in extra time there because they'd really emptied the tank in, in normal time. And, you know, I suppose this is a last gasp effort here now for everybody. And it really is going down to the wire, and nothing's going to be separating these teams. And, you know, it's all about the goalies here now. A big moment coming up for both Brian Oak and Own Cody here. And, you know, which one of them is going to, you know, know be the saviour for their club in this junior county semi final. Oh
1: god what a way I mean Dixborough it's nearly a mirror image. Like Dicksborough yeah. were, were coasting, you know, last minute drama again, Emmett Landy had to get that penalty to bring it to penalties. Let's be fair, is there a way for a team to win I know someone has to do it I mean would it be a fairer way to bring it to a replay next Saturday and have the teams do it all over again like somebody is going to lose out today and I pity the poor and misfortunate person that's going to miss a penalty
2: yeah like it's yeah like I, I think i think it's a pity but like it does add a bit of excitement i suppose to it as well and you know I, if you're the, if you're on the losing end of it you know you're obviously going to say you sh- we should have gone to extra time or whatever the case may be but you know i suppose for the spectators we have been given such especially in extra time there the final 20 minutes has been absolutely phenomenal and i suppose you know from a spectators point of view it would be great to be able to head back and do a replay next week but i suppose these boys you know they've drilled themselves for this moment for the last couple of weeks so i suppose that they just want to get this done today
1: taggy is going to join us here for a minute taggy you've been watching how that has unfolded i suppose it's heartbreak for any team that's now going to lose out on a county final spot on penalties but you've been watching the game who are you putting your money on
4: yeah uh, look it's hard to know it's such a lottery um, at this stage at a, at a match you know penalties like I've never I've only seen penalties once like you know it's this t- 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 crazy stuff um, and I've look, never so this is your first yeah so like it, it's, it's really a lottery you just don't, you just don't know I think it, it'll probably come down to nerves because like you're hurting hurling feeder if you can take a penalty no problem but in a semi-final stage when a crowd looking at you at this stage of the competition it's a totally different story it's all about nerves and how you place up to the ball it's, it's crazy stuff. But like I suppose looking at the game, Winegap Gap probably left it away in the in the first in, the, it, first, yeah. in the first the uh, first sixty minutes, and then probably the ball will probably be sick then for the for the extra twenty minutes. So it, it's it's 50, 50 I suppose not sitting on the fence, lads. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mental stuff. I would like to be out there taking a penalty, but it's an awful way to go over competition. It is. Yeah. Let's
1: get your verdict. Wine Gap with three points down, ball goes in.
4: Adam O'Shea has it. Was it a penalty? I didn't see it <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't want to see it on the fence I didn't see it and see it looked at the fence look from where I was looking from I, I can't say it was a shoulder into the face if it was it's a penalty if it was a shoulder obviously it was a penalty but it's easy for us to sit up here and have a Yeah, have there was append- a lot of players around Adam O'Shea to be fair it, so there, yeah there we, we couldn't um, tell for definite tell. but what but a penalty my, by Emmet landing! ah brilliant uh, to hold his nerves This literally the last book of the game really uh, brilliant, stuck it really well and went low, went hard, fierce hard penalty. Left Brian Minogue in the one spot like there was no
1: way that that was going to be saved. Where the, if you tried to place it yourself even with your hand, you couldn't put it in
4: that spot. Absolutely, and actually looking at Brian Minogue, he he actually picked his spot. He because if you hit it well, there's no chance to save a penalty. But if you move to a certain size of the goal, at least him could hit it off you or something, you know. So it's uh, the goalkeepers have a big play, big part to play now. Well, they have, and so too does the five
1: players that's going to be taking a shot, and it is going to be the same five players they will go in rotation so they will go along and take a shot each and after the five penalties are taken by each team, it depends on who's going to win if we 're still tied, we go to sudden death and they will go back to the same format and the same rotation as they did earlier on, so getting the right penalty takers is going to be key
4: and that's and that's you just mentioned you 'd wonder. Your penalty fr- taker and your free taker probably packs them. But maybe the three other guys never don't want penalty the yeah, train yeah. at all. So it, it could be all new. It's to like him. a lottery to some it, people. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it could be a lottery. It could be a great day. Either way, one of these teams is going to go out of a county semi final. Taggy and Robbie are racing in the wings, getting ready. Eddie Scally and Blackham Whites are warming up away down to our left hand side on the town end of the goal. There is no sign of Piltown out yet both of the teams are over on our John de Gross side apart from the five penalty takers who all have to stand on the 45 metre line with one of the linesmen the two umpires are gone down the penalties will be taking into the Oris O'Carroll stand side of the field that is on the O'Loughlin end Morris Flynn has given his instructions, the last bit of instructions he can to the penalty takers and to everyone else. Even the Stuarts are down around to make sure that there's nobody encroaching down around on any of the penalty takers. They have all the time and the space. In the world. This is the first for us on you to be commentating on penalties. It's an awful way for somebody to go out. Taggy is going to stay with us here for it. Who's first up? It looks like Davy Ryan is going to be the first one up to take a penalty for Dixborough. I even have to write it down here differently now. B and W for the penalties. It's like the final of a Champions League here, <laughs> waiting to see who's going to be playing in it. Anyway, it's Davy Ryan first up against Owen Cody who will draw first blood in this penalty shootout we're soon to find out whistle is gone Davy Ryan takes a shot great save. save saved first one is saved by Uncody uh, in the wine gap goal is it a save yes yeah, it is yeah yeah. yeah, is. yeah. so that first one is a miss for Dixborough and now who's going to come up it's Emmett Landy well we've seen him stitch one already Taggy, on you. Does he go to the same side now, or does he switch? Because Brian Monogue knows that he placed it down to his left-hand side in the first.
4: I don't know. Do you, go, do you chance it to go straight down the middle now, or? Well, I, I do not about you, on. It. If I was hitting this, I'd be hitting it to the ground and to the corners. that's, yeah, that's what like, I'd be trying
2: I to just, say. I like I don't know. I suppose like he, he's not going to want to change his rhythm and the way he's going to be hitting this. This is a do-or-die moment, really, really, for him now here. Well, here he comes. This is penalty number two. Emmett Landy sticks it! Uh, he went to the opposite side this
1: time. Brian Minogue guessed right, but it is 1-0 up to Gap. What a great penalty. Stoker. I tell you thing. you would be proud of them. Two great penalties for Emmet Landy and Gap after the first round of penalties is 1-0 up. And here's a change of tact. Dixborough's Brian Minogue is going to be the second one up. He is their goalkeeper. He's up against Owen Cody, the battle of the goalkeepers. You'd normally see this in sudden death, but here he comes. Brian Oak sticks it. Great penalty by the Dixborough shot stopper himself. So that is one all at the minute. And now we have... Is it Jack Dial, I think, is going to make his way up? It is Jack Dial, yeah, who is coming up. Can he make it 2-1 or is it going to be one all? God this is tense stuff I don't know about you my heart is even racing and I'm not even taking part in it here
4: yeah it is is, it's crazy stuff the crowd are well glued into it as well the young All-Ireland winner
1: under 20 winner from this year is facing down a former juvenile Kilkenny goalkeeper it's Doyle versus Minogue Oh, oh, what a great penalty. What a great penalty, young Jack Doyle. Straight down to the left of Brian Minogue. There was no stopping that. And Dix, or I should say Winegap, 2-1 ahead after round two.
2: Yeah, I suppose that was an excellent taking goal there um, by Jack Doyle. And, you know, I suppose after Emmett Landy kind of starting it off there, you know, the, the, moon, the, the Moonkind boys, I was going to say, the Winegap lads are, are definitely confident going into this. Well, this is...
1: number seven Joe Sheen fair play to Joe I couldn't actually see the number so the wing back Joe Sheen has slotted that one in nicely
4: cool as you like he didn't even take a run up he just stood (laughs) stood over
1: he seems to be even cramping like Mm. after how he took that penalty is beyond me but Joe Sheen has slotted that one in it's currently 2-2 but James Power has a chance for gap again to take the lead we are in Round three of a penalty shootout here in the Premier Junior, first of the semi finals. Borough and gap. Young Power versus Brian Minogue. It's a poor penalty. Oh, it's in! But it's still in. Oh, it's in! Oh, mistake, I think, by the goalie. He'll take his bit of luck. He knows that was a chance that Brian Minogue could have saved it, but it went in off the post in the far side of the goal, and it's 3 2 to Wyngap on the penalty stakes. And next, we have our two goal hero for Dixborough, Aaron Murphy. He's up against Ondai, or own Cody, I should say, in the Wine Gap goal. This is to put the team's level at three apiece. We are on round four. Murphy's dry. Oh. oh, it's a goal. No, it's not. It's wide. White. I thought the net rattled. It actually hit the back of it. That is actually another miss. So it still stays at 3 2. This one for Wine Gap to win it. And this will win it. And it is Niall Welsh. Who's going to take the penalty? Can he put Weingap into their first county final? The last time they won it was back in 1986. Four of that team have young fellas playing today. Noel Welsh is one of them. His father Paddy was on that. He's looking down Brian Oak. He takes it. It's, it's in Weingap have done it. They have won 4-2 on a penalty shootout. It's heartbreak. For poor Dixborough, who are absolutely dejected. Winegap, the scenes over there are crazy. All the players are gone to congratulate Niall Welsh, they are ecstatic. Anya, it's all
2: over. We have a penalty shootout 4 2 win for Winegap. An enthralling game, to be fair, it certainly was, and you have to say, like that last penalty there by Niall Walsh was an absolute rocket. You know, he had his mind; you know, he knew exactly where he was going on that. I think Sean Parsell was nearly delighted; he didn't have to step up and take the final penalty there for Wincap. You know, obviously, huge disappointment for Dixburg. they'll be absolutely devastated, especially to lose, especially to lose in in, um, in a penalty shootout. You know, it's a horrible way for anybody to lose in a county semi-final. But you know, all in all, you know, my heart kind of, you know, definitely, I think Winegap was certainly the better team I felt for 40-45 minutes of the first half they let Dixborough back into it uh, but by God when they really needed to pull it out of the bag they certainly did in a penalty shootout they did tagged that last penalty by Niall Welch like, oh. yeah. he definitely had nerves of steel just to step up
1: you know looking straight into Brian Minogue's eyes trying to guess what way is he going to put the penalty knowing that this could put you into a county final or a chance to maybe go out if the next person
4: behind you misses it Free penalty that's it yeah and then actually when he was stepping up to take it I just felt myself no better man to step up Nile Welch an absolute stalwart for up over the years free taker for a lot of the years as well played county but play county myself as well an excellent hurler a lovely chap off the field as well and he stepped up and he picked his spot and absolutely buried it and look he'll be delighted for Wayne Gap heartbreak of course as Anya said for, for Dixborough but uh, Wayne Gap will be delighted and uh, yeah, to go to the county final
1: well they certainly will and you'll have the next two teams coming up to know who's going to take them on in the county final that is of course the meeting of Black Saint-White and uh, White and Pilltown. and Pilltown just coming down here in front of us to get their team photograph my thanks to everybody here in UPMC Nolan Park to little as usual on production to Anya, my co-host and to Taggy and Robbie for joining in not something we expected that was going to happen today but it's always great when all the team can join in together and bring you what has been an enthralling game and of course a special thanks to our sponsors today: John Feel and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal, covering Kilkenny City and County. See John and but it is Winegap who march on into this year's JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Premier County Final after winning 4-2 on penalties. When at full time, it ended 121 to 221. I should say to 221 and we are going to leave it at that and leave the boys get in here I'm wrecked. Anya is wrecked. we'll leave you in the safe hands of Robbie Dowling and Taggy Fogarty who are going to bring you all the live action of the second semi-final but for the time being we're going to head back to the studio and leave the boys to prepare to come in for the next game
0: KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship Semi Final, Dixborough vs. Winegap. With thanks to John Phelan Skiphire and Septic Tank Disposal, serving Kilkenny City and County. See John Phelan,